Hello. Hello. I am Eagle, Eagle Gardens. Eagle Gardens one on Instagram. And this is fucking talking shit with Eagle, episode 385.5, the wormhole, smiley's gardens, hopping in. Ah. Shit, I gotta get smiley. It's not too much. We are live. Oh, I love it. So Dark Horse was a phone episode. Bring up my chat. Bring up chat. What's up, Lassie? Still Jason getting my up. Shit. Cannabis flower. Fucking shoulders finally start to give give up, man. I don't know what I did, but I tweaked that fucking thing. It's like right from the middle of the shoulder blades to like the mid neck there. It's been all day. Just finally starting to let up. Yeah, that sucks, man. You get it not like that. That's where them uh, topicals are like whoop. Those things kick ass and shit like that. Skillbo's uh, roller ball shit. That's fucking money. Monday. Yeah, I've got one right here too. I don't know why I have it. Probably it's one. I just can't reach it for one. I don't think even with the roller ball, I'd be able to get it. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Oh. Roller with the roller ball. Yeah, dude, Dark Horse <laughs> is cool as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds like he's got a pretty cool shoe over there on one series. I was uh, checking out his page uh, before we aired, you know, some of his guests, man. He's got some pretty cool guests that he's had over there. Tommy John, Danny Danko, Stone Ninja, bunch of cool people over there. Yeah, that is sweet. Tommy Chong would be badass, (laughs) dude. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that would be a fun one. Be fun as hell hanging out. Sorry, I'm all typing in chat here. Or will be guilty of doing the same. <laughs> Trying to roll one up. Yeah, yeah. I gotta get back on schedule, man. I was all <laughs> passing out late early last night. I was dog tired, man, yesterday, last night, but I fucking kept kicking myself in the ass all night long. Get your shit done. Get your shit done. Yeah, you got to. That's the thing, man. Them plants don't stop. They do their thing and better be there. Take care of them. It's hard. Oh, no. They do not stop. In fact, I've got Hey, the one I took down yesterday was ugly as far as that goes. You know what I mean? On the late, later side of getting there, all yellowed. Not all yellowed, but yellowed. This one here is the same, man. All the fucking families are yellow. Nothing up into the bud, but man, 
she has sucked everything out of that pot. There's no question. No question that ass will be burning white on that gal. <laughs> Doubly flushed, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There's a couple of times where that's well, I'm kind of spoiled. Uh, looks already kind of spoiled on uh, the water, the soil being able to run through with the filtered holes and just. <laughs> and nice. And I had like that girl there and the one that I took down yesterday, the barbecue gorilla. That's, you know, even though. It was close to flush time. It got to be flush time because that was, it was in the hand. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, yeah, fuck it, it's flush time. Spray, 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 spray. <laughs> so the cutoff with the newts got a little bit early, but she still, she looks like she still finished up nice and dense and all that good shit. She just well flushed. Well flushed is all. That's all. It's not bad. According to some, it should be its most flavorful, right? Right? Everything 100% flush, it should be peak. Yeah. I don't know. Some I mean, say. there's some lines of thought to that. Like, you know, is the plant, I guess, is there a difference between starving it and senescing at the end? And that's not to. I, argue any points i'm just saying is there a difference you know like i don't know i well i can actually say i've overflushed once or twice i think overflushing is a thing you can overflush and fucking ruin like too many weeks like like the last four weeks or five weeks or something that we're talking start it too soon basically yeah, started too soon with the just water and just make her, you know, eat everything in the pot. And then it start, you know, uh, eating on herself, starting like the neur uh, neurosis on herself, just using up everything in the bud. And it just seems to just kill it overall once it starts happening. When she starts eating on herself instead of flushing out or just to the point where she's either stopped eating you know what I mean? You've either taken her to the point where she stopped eating or, but in this case, she's just taking up nothing but water and she's used everything in the pot. And now she's started to, you know, eat herself a little bit. Once she starts eating herself a little bit, ugh, you're down on the downside. You're way too flush. You're way too flush. You didn't even taste good. At that it's really hard to get that to reverse. And there's, so I, I don't know. I don't me, think you can, can you? No, like, I mean that, that far gone in flower. No, it won't. They won't reverse back. But even in veg, it, it wouldn't either. Like when the plant reverts to like, it's kind of like our metabolism. Um, I, I don't know if you ever heard this, but like when people are starving, you know, like when when you reach a certain point of actually like totally starving, your digestive system like shuts down and shit like that. And then. You can't just go eat a, eat a big meal. You know what I'm saying? Like you get sick because your digestive ain't right ready for it or whatever. You got to kind of like prime the system again and get everything going. And it's similar to that when the plant starts metabolizing itself or cannibalizing itself like that. It's you, If it's happening like in veg for 
instance it's you're not gonna it's hard to get that to reverse i guess it's because of the way that it deconstructs that it has to do the conversion back inside the leaf where it normally would do it in the root area as a basic description so better time for it in veg though definitely easier to oh, recuperate from i think because at that point when if it, if it were anytime it's kind of happened to me in bed where she's got over hungry like that i know that there's good chance that them leaves will go from yellow back to green slowly they'll repeat repair themselves but it ain't worth all that shit <laughs> in my opinion it ain't worth the plant trying to repair it those older families that they've ate the fucking nutrients out of them and they faded. They will, they will green back up in time, resource some nutrients there. But in my opinion, it's a waste to try to repair them, make that plant repair when you can cut that shit off and make her grow anew. Just put that energy into growing new, healthy, instead of, you know, new, you know, I want to say something about starch, but I want to welcome Red Pill in too before I do. But thank you. To your I point. Yeah, man, no problem. Good to see you. I, I just want to say so, like when I was I was listening to a lecture from uh, Cornell University, the, the professor was talking about so like the first part of the plant's metabolism or at photosynthetic energy, when it starts to do that, it stores it in a form of like starches and it, and it kind of almost meets its requirement of starches that it, it's going to need during the dark cycle before it really starts cranking out to other things. But the older leaves have to reach that kind of, ability to exceed their own metabolism so like they're going to photosynthesize enough to make enough sugar to make their own cells stay alive because all the cells need energy to stay alive you know what i'm saying so like even at night they're still burning energy to stay alive they're they're taking that up or whatever in, in whatever form but but i just thought that was interesting to where there is kind of a point where you know, an, an older leaf, if it's not able to photosynthesize enough to meet its own energy requirement, actually does become a mm -hmm. sink for other energy. So that'd be the point where you... I've seen that mostly with outdoor plants that get really fucking big before they get even any flower on them. Almost the whole like bottom fifth of it will fade. And it's not because it's deficient in any nutrients. It's just like you said, just that's the part of the plant that it takes because it's the oldest and has like a, a tank or a reservoir of nutrients sitting there. Uh, but I did want to say another thing too. And uh, when you're talking about the starving versus maybe just fading or flushing, I don't know if you guys wouldn't enjoy uh, the way I like to cultivate then because that's part of the thing that I like to do is leave half the trim to the plant itself. How Eagle likes to wet trim. For me, half of the trimming job is already done through wet trim because those are the leaves I'm cutting off and pulling off as the plant is finishing. Right, so I don't know if I'm overdoing it, but I always like that. And I, 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 how you started off with comparing it to humans, 
you know, this is a thing where if we want to analyze every single study, we're just going to like argue, this is a study and this is a study and they're both proving something. Well, I don't know if everyone knows what eugenics is, but eugenics is basically just the science of selective breeding. It's finding out what genes are, you know, what genes mean certain things and how you can either influence certain things down the line or selectively breed for things or not selectively breed for things, you know, turn certain genes off through there. But the, uh, the most extensive eugenic, uh, eugenics research as far as humans go come from, uh, comes from Sweden in the 19th century. I think they had like the longest running eugenics experiment. It was like 160 years or something, certain from like the, the 1840s to pretty much 2000 or something like that. Well, they figured out that there was a thing going on where climate wise in this area of Sweden where they're conducting the study, like every other generation had a period in time where their crops barely made it. So they were able to survive, but they kind of had to starve or only live off of what they could produce. And uh, they found out that adolescent males, so in, during those times where there was droughts or certain like crop failures because of climate uh, reasons, that the males that were in adolescence during that period happened to have kids when they, gained, when they went into adulthood or early adulthood, the kids that they had had a higher life expectancy than other kids in generations where they had, where they didn't have famine, where they had, you know, a plentiful, bountiful uh, harvests of plants. So it was almost something genetically that kicked in uh, that the, the phenotypic expression of those children being starved or basically only being able to eat what they could go, you know, survive on somehow enabled a gene that made their children live longer. And I forget by what percentage it was, like 15 or like 20% more life expectancy. Epigenetics right there. Mm -hmm. So cool. I don't know. I always thought it was like, and it changes. Like I've never gotten to run a plant that takes more than 11 weeks to finish, but it changes because maybe I would extend the amount of nutrients that I want to let the plant, you know, uh, eat on longer but for me I, I like to have fade you know just e either feed straight water if i was feeding other um li liquid bottled form nutrients or like i said uh timing it it's a completely different way of looking at it but with super soil i would have to narrow down the plant's metabolism and find an equation of how fast the plant metabolizes food and how big of a pot and how much super soil i need to put in there like a sub subcool figured it out to where some of his strains needed more or less uh, super soil in the mix of the bucket that he was flowering in. Well, I went lazy mode and I just did straight up super soil in the flowering bucket. But from there, I figured out plants that they didn't metabolize fast and it was in too big of a bucket and had held on to way too much nutrients by harvest time. And then the exact opposite, plants had a super fast metabolism and was in too small of a bucket. So it would look really weird for me to grow a super soil garden because you'd come to my garden, there'd be one gallon plants, three gallon plants, five gallon plants. I'm like, yeah, but they all finish at the exact same time and they all start fading at the same exact time. So 
that's where I'm at. So we're talking, uh, we were talking a little bit about flush, and I seen the question in chat there about uh, flushing about living organics. I don't think there is such a thing. You know, I think there's a point where you would quit giving in it any types of teas or top dressings, but I think that would be its closest, you know, a flush, <laughs> cutting off on, you know, your nutrients, if you will. But I think in, at that point, you're, it's water only, and you're more or less counting on the plant to, uh, you know, senescence, right? Basically, mm -hmm. and then when she starts dying off, stops taking up nutrients, that's, there's no such thing as a flush. You're just waiting for her. You're watering past the point where she's <clears throat> stopped taking up nutrients. She's kind of just refused well, it at that point. That, that was the same debate by, about yeah, super yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, uh, people would say that you don't have to flush super soil, but really what they were trying to say to people is with super soil, you feed water majority of the time or maybe throughout the whole entire plant cycle. So when normal hydroponic growers are grow growing with a nutrient solution up until the last two weeks of flower, and then they're feeding straight water, and that's what they call flushing. But because you're in super soil and you're feeding straight water anyways, like I said, the plant depletes the amount of nutrients that is in that pot or in that soil. And if you narrow it down or figure it out based on that cultivar or how much soil you have to start out with, you can nail it exactly the same exact way hydro grower will do it, where there's all its, all its nutrients is totally absorbed and utilized by day 40, 42, and you harvest on day 56. That, that in-between time, was just the plant senescing, fading, and taking sugars and devoting them to secondary metabolites. You can do that. Sometimes it doesn't always work. Like I said, I've, I've had plants start fading like at day 21, way too early. And then other plants that it's still dark green at like day 56, you know, then that weed doesn't burn too well. It, the joint test is how I at least went off of it. Like there's weed that of course you can burn in a bowl and a bong, but right when it's done drying after it's been curing in a jar for like a week, two weeks, you would burn it in a joint and see how well of a job you would do growing it and flushing it based on how well that joint stayed lit and how dark that ash was. Maybe I'm, like I said, more old school and people are like, the white ash doesn't matter. My cigarette burns white ash, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but that's what I go off of at least. Oh, I like it. Mm -hmm. There are tricks, though. I mean, like, the idea of... So I guess when I think of a flush, I think of to run off. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're actually running water through that media, and you're trying to get whatever soluble nutrients are in the media at that time, you're trying to get those runoff to run off in the, the water source. You know what I'm saying? And then you let that media dry out and then you do it maybe a second time like i never really got into doing a big flush but the um the one guy i remember doing it had a, a basically a work wash tub or whatever that he had kind of set up to do that and he had like a flood and drain table so he would set them right in the wash tub he could run the water just right through it you know what i'm saying like it would just sit there and pour out mm -hmm. down the drain and then he would set it in his 
other flood and drain kind of table and let it let it drain out the rest of the way or whatever but yeah he had a he had a program where he did that kind of a aggressive flush to it like that and i know like um grandmaster level will do that too i think he mm -hmm. runs quite a bit of water through his medias yeah i saw a person that they were growing i think in like 10 inch square pots but basically small enough where they could take so, that whole plant and put it in a sink and literally just rinse water through it till it was zero uh parts per million let me ask you this my like i've seen uh, back when uh, i've seen people harvest and actually take that branch part of that plant strip it down stick it into a two liter of water let it sit in there for a day just like you would a rose to like uptake nothing but fresh water and again i'm not saying it's worth it's like myth whatever i've seen it done i'm not saying i'm promoting the tech or whatever but again i i just i think the plant there is done when it's done you know i don't think you're you're flushing anything out of it you know what I mean? You're only going to make what's available. You're going to get less and less aware of what's available in the pot. But my question to you is, as far as flush, just like I was using the, the two liter water as an example of for its last moments of uptake and count as a flush, you know what I mean? It's last breath of hurrah. When, if, when you wash your cannabis, and you you wet it your last your last dunk there I would assume is in a fresh clean thing of water. Now, do you think that that refreshing water that's sitting on there, it through its final dry there, it's actually absorbed into the plant. It doesn't just trickle off. I'm sure just like a foliar, some of it's ingested by the plant. Do you think that helps it in its uh, like a flushing stage because that last moment it got nothing but you know a water no nutrients just water it ingested that last you know moments it was alive do you think it helps at all would you say it helps in like a flush if you could as no not as far as like it helped because i well because this i've kind of come up with this theory as well maybe you can shoot some holes in this as uh, as far as uh like uh Wet trim or a dry trim. Hold on, red pill. I haven't even said nothing yet. You're <laughs> coming back. Jeez. The hang there. Fucking. Uh, so do you think that I've, when people talk about hanging the plant, just chopping it, hanging it, increasing turps, the leaves coming around are protecting those turps. I've got a different opinion on that, to be honest with you. Because just like a, you take a, 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 a flower, you put it in a fucking vase. It's not dead. You know what I mean? It's going to continue to flower for a minute. You know what I mean? Uptake that water. And I believe the cannabis would do that too. But that's a side note. Uh, but either way, this is what I'm saying. That plant is still living. Living, 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 living until the moment she is 100% dry. Then she's dead. I think that's her last breath. When she's completely dry, she's fucking done. So with that being said, do you think part of the the chop and drop, fucking hang it, is the extra nutrient nutrient availability in them leaves? It isn't just they're wrapping around the bud. It, do you think they're also pulling out some type of 
you know, drink off them leaves and a little bit of fucking nutrients to fight, you know, keep fighting along, maybe going through helping it in a final cure or dry, you know, changing it maybe a little bit in its final stages versus somebody like me that goes in and fucking chops everything clean to the blood and then hangs. Do you think that's the difference is the nutrient availability that's still in the plant with the leaves? I think it depends on the water activity through it. And yes, a whole plant hang would have a longer amount of water activity. So it would be able to, you're not going to move nutrients, so to speak, but the plant's going to shut down, right? It's not going to do photosynthesis. So you're not really going to transpire that water around at all. But I do think it possibly gives the plant extra time like you say as it's dying to kind of convert some of those last sugars and starches and things into whatever it's trying to you know i mean finish in the bud in some sort of way so possibly a terpene might be something that it's trying to form so that it can give an aromatic whatever you know i mean a last distress call so to speak i don't know man i mean there's a lot of thought that could go into it but it's how do you prove any of that shit? You know what I mean? Like there's, it's just speculation. So. Well, the only thing I can think of is there, it could possibly be that like, if you did do that vase or vase technique, right. To the, to the colas, as you cut them down, if you did set them out in front of like a window, it would have a little photosynthesis a little bit. Right for a short time. So maybe there is a little bit of suck up of extra nutrients. Like you, let's say we get fan leaves. Let's say you do a de-leafing as the plant's living. And then you got the secondary leaves that kind of grow in and replace those. And then those fade. And then, then you do the wet trim on those. And then you're just down to the tight sugar leaves that are down on the bud. And then you cut the stems, you put them in the vase. Then maybe after a day or two, those little sugar leaves kind of crisp up, but the bud itself is still supple. You can do a little secondary trim on it to get down with all those little leaves that you left. Now, the thing that I think of is maybe it does something to the osmosis effect of curing to where when you're curing and you have a wet stem and a dry flower, and then you seal it in a jar, you have the osmosis of the air and the water being drawn from the stem into that flower. And then you burp it and then you do that a couple periods of times and the air and the water off gases off the surface of the flower from there. So maybe, I don't know, maybe what, I don't know if it would, but I think maybe cause it's holding on to more moisture, it'd be harder to cure or more things could go wrong in the cure because you're trying to shut off more moisture out of those buds because they were just sitting like a straw in that water. That's the only thing I know. Like I said, I never knew anyone that even attempted that or experimented with it. So I don't know, but that's the first thing I think of is either it's a whole new tech and it improves the quality of curing or it's something you do and it makes it a lot harder to cure. So. I think it makes it a lot harder to cure. So, Smiley, if you take the sun, like the light out of it in your equation, you say, you know, she stops photosynthesis as soon as you take the light away. So she can't be doing much, you know what I mean, for activity. So 
if with that being said, then why would you, what, what would be the benefit of like 48 hours of darkness before your job? If nothing's going on during that dark phase and it's not using up any nutrients or taking in any moisture for the leaves, uh, what would be the purpose and those who believe in the, you know, darkness period before a job? If nothing's going on during that period. I didn't say nothing was going on during that period. There wasn't photosynthesis going on during that period. So the plants using energy right. has stored up in order to keep alive, you know? So it's, it's the same reason why we need to eat because we don't photosynthesize. We got to take that energy in through the food we eat and whatever, you know what I mean? Your digestive system gets the energy out of that to, to for us to do our normal day. The plant kind of operates similarly in, in the night, to my understanding, where it, it shifts away from using photosynthetic energy uh, that's being produced currently as an energy source to actually have and to deconstruct the starches and some of the forms that it stores that energy in during the day. So it's kind of helping the camel. So, and at the night cycle, I'm not sure, man. I mean, I'm sure it's going to start using up more of those sugars and reserves. It'd be like if we stopped eating, right? Like, you know, you're going to start burning up your fats first or whatever, you know, what, however that chain goes, but it eventually gets to your proteins and your muscles. If you're, cause it's got to, you're trying to keep energy. So it's getting, your body's going to get it from something and their body would be the same. If, you know I mean? If it went too long where they're not, you know, not refilling those energy pools, so to speak, you know what I mean? You know, that, so you're basically just confirming everything I said, at least in my mind, that the plant is using nutrients and stored energy from the leaves through the hang and dry process versus, I'm, you know, the same plant, I could take two side by side, you know what I mean? Strip one down, strip all the fan leaves off, fucking hang it, leave, take the same exact strain, leave all the fans on it, let it hang. I believe that the one that still has the fan leaves and it has a lot more chance for a different, completely different cure because of the nutrient availability. Especially if you left it on there and it was green, right? Not just like, we're not talking about like a fully faded plant that you hang upside down, but now you're not, you're cutting a whole plant down, whole plant, hang dry, but it was, wasn't faded too. So now there's green leaves on it that during the entire drying process are being So basically, strong. in a nutshell, that's what I'm getting at, Smiley. I, I don't think it's the, just the wraparound effect of the leaves actually surrounding the buds and holding the turfs in. I think it's the stored of, in what you're more like your terms, the stored energy availability of the, uh, the leaves on the plant for a different. I think that's more more to the, the point than the leaves storing in the turf. So I'm sure maybe that has somewhat of a cure effect, but I think the difference is the nutrient or the energy Yeah. It's still gonna need the water activity though. I mean it'll have to have moisture in order to be able to even move 
move and do the processes with the sugars and you know what I mean so I don't know I'm not sure man I'm not that in depth on that I guess I don't know. it's all uh, it's all just brainstorming ideas <laughs> right it's nothing I'm practicing either because I'm fixing to chop all the leaves off this fucking plant. I was going to say, down to the buds that, and put it in the dryer. <laughs> was that one of those situations where you're like, my buddy does this tech, but really you meant you do the tech? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I've never just chopped her and left her hang. It's to me. Okay. Well, I, I, I listen to you know everybody and their opinions on all that shit. But to me, I, I, the reason I don't like it is because it's just putting off work, basically. You know, you know I, I like to I like the wet trim because when it's done, it's done. I can bank on that shit. It's done. When I fucking chop it and hang it up down, upside down, yeah, I've harvested. But work. there's still work. There's yeah. still work. That, you, you know, one one little cheap little cheap trick we would do to uh, at least have the plants be easier to hang is because I said I, I would top plants and then kind of let them grow out more so they'd have many colas on them. Well, I would cut right beneath the Y or that split and then I'd hang on the line by that Y little part and then it hangs and sits on the line perfect. So I, I wasn't totally full cutting the plant down hanging it, but there was a lot of two cola actions. There's two colas hanging from one branch on the line, you know. I think some people call it the armpit. Yeah, you got to shave your armpit. Mm -hmm. Swim faster. Aerodynamic or hydrodynamic, I guess. <laughs> right. So I'm fucking. It blows my mind sometimes how well people listen in the chat or to the show. The other night, I fucking, there's a couple of things I said during the show. Somebody picked up on and I thought that was cool. I was, I, I was not expecting anything today, and I go check the mailbox, fucking slip, go to the post office. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's Detroit River Rat. Oh, shit. So I go fucking pick it up. And the other night, uh, G2B asked me about my pipes, or what kind of glass I had. And I referred to this skull that uh, Detroit River had. So, yeah. And I was like, you know, I got a green skull. I love it. I don't use it as much as I'd like to use it because I'm afraid I break it. I love it. So I don't want to, I don't want to break it. <laughs> so what do I get in the mail today? Well, there was two things that I spoke up about. And another one was uh, not going fishing with my girls and not being able to. I'd never really taken my youngest coon fishing. So I pick up the box today. In the box is another green skull. <laughs> you got a backup now? 
Use your fucking bong, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Said, don't, don't worry about it. You got to back up. Use that motherfucker. You know? Yeah, that's awesome, dude. That's fucking awesome. And, and <laughs> take your daughter fishing. That's cool. Those are badass lures, too. Hell yeah. I thought that was just fucking amazing. <laughs> it's like, funny. It, it was funny. So, I, of course, I got the other one out. I'm like, okay. Now I can. I was, though. I, I, I cherish it. You know what I mean? I know I know me with glass. And, I, you know, it's like a good example is the, the fucking trade. Fucking can of queen scent. I think that shit was awesome, man. I got it up there on my fucking shelf. Hasn't seen shit. I actually said at one point I was going to put change on it, and somebody was like, nah, you'll just ding it all up. This is what comes of a tray. You know what I mean? This is what comes of tray. I don't want my beautiful squirrel episode can and queen tray to look like this. You know what I mean? It should, yeah, it's a tray. It's made for rolling and all that good shit. But I want it, I want it to be a memory. You know what I mean? That's kind of what I was with the, the pipe, man. I, I love the fact that people take time and go, I think you'd like that. That's the so, last gift right there. I would treat that tray as uh, a backdrop to take nugshot pictures of. I wouldn't roll on it, break the weed up on it, but I would lay the buds down on top of it and take real nice pictures so that that art is the backdrop of the nugs. More brainstorming. Except it's shiny, you gotta get the flat black one so you can take pictures. It's pretty shiny. I like shiny things, so. It was like the first oh, thing I thought is. of too, because I the first time you showed that roll tray, I was like, "That's what I'd be doing. I'd be taking pictures of my nugs on top of that." I'm saying like, "Well, I wouldn't be flash fucking pictures." So, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm a high gloss guy myself. Anything that I I make, I fucking high gloss, high gloss on all my furniture, all that shit. High glosses, I honestly. Uh, I like I like the pop of it, you know what I mean on the piece, you know. Uh, I just I like that, and then durability comes with that high gloss too. It's just a harder finish. You know, the semi, they you know, they just get softer down the line. It means more repair, all that good shit. So why not just make it? And there's something you know you've never walked into, you know a high dollar furniture place, whatever, and seeing a, a nice furniture piece with a dull finish. You know what I mean? It's always so polished. It's fucking looks like it's been covered in glass or some shit like that. That's, you know, that's what I, I'm going to walk up to my piece and go, wow, look at that wood grain and then stand above it and go, God damn, I need to fucking shave. <laughs> it's so glossy. You know what I mean? You see your reflection in that thing. Oh, yeah. I guess so. Shiny stuff. 
How's the Chilumbians coming along? Oh. Holy shit, there. I, I had fucking eight out of ten. All right. And then there was the one, two that were lagging, and the one I don't kibacha on is this little guy. It made it, but then I had eight that were here, but one of them, when it was transplanted, when I was like moving this around, fell over and bent on wow. a 90 pinch. And I tried like a motherfucker. I fucking propped it up, oh. babied the shit out of it, and it fucking fell. That but I've still got eight standing. Yeah, it's just in the this one was a little bit laggy. Like she's like a few days behind. Nice. Yeah, they're a little bigger than the ones the um, the Jack Skillingtons. You started them sooner though, didn't you? A couple days or a week. So. Uh, I don't know about that. No, no. I think I might have dropped them the day, maybe the day I sent your package. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, they're just setting the first set of true leaves. So yours looked like they had two already. I'm working on the third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got like three, three fingers. There. there you go. It's kind of a trip that all those cells, the mother cells, all originate in that Mary stem. I'm trying to think, uh, I think it was ATG or somebody had a picture of that posted up. Man, oh, it was Jack Greenstock had a picture of the um, on a story of the the apical meristem and you could actually see the cells like it was that kind of close of a picture you know because that meristem is actually where like every cell in the plant the original origin comes from those meristem cells based off from how it creates the mother cells and then from the mother cells that are re replicate into the daughter cells from there you know what i'm saying It's pretty kick-ass shit, though. It's wild to see that. Because you could actually see the whole formation of the plant coming out. You know what I mean? It's like a mini printer or whatever. Johnny. He's got us all beat with the jersey on. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? What's up, Johnny? I got a. Can you see that? I can't see the light. I got a bean coming out in the sand right there, in the regular sand, the wash sand. So I got one coming out here. Only got one over here so far. Johnny's Sandbox. We're going to have to change your name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, playing in the sand. <laughs> Johnny Canna. Stand. 
Uh, that's cool, man. I'm glad that stuff's working good for you. Sandbox genetics. Yeah, you yeah, and that's tech that works. You know, and that works for them. Yeah, there's quite a few people that are already, uh, you know, excited about this type of stuff. You know, and they're they're giving it a shot. Somebody sent me a text the other day. They were t they were telling me the first time they were excited to uh, to go to uh, Home Depot in a long time. So what are you gonna <laughs> you gotta start a hashtag now? It's like hashtag Sand Tech or some shit. Maybe. Johnny Can of Sand. No, I can't be that. It's Johnny Can of Seed. Right. Hashtag hashtag Sand Tech. They got avocado tech. Hashtag guacamole. So. How about this is how you're going to end up growing on Mars tech? Okay. How about that? Because they don't got soil on Mars. It's just a bunch of sand. Oh, you know they got good soil up on Mars. You think so? Oh, yeah. I saw that movie, man. That guy grew dirt and he grew uh, potatoes in it. Yeah, but he had to pull the biology for it. He had to. He had to build the environment first and then pull the biology out Your of the bags that they had. And then he had to plant them. So you can't just plant right into that without the I know, I know you appreciated that movie, Smiley. I know you did. I did. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it because of that part of it, you know, that they were growing, you know, being the first marsh to never to grow, <laughs> colonized. Wasn't that, wasn't that a ripoff of a 90s movie? Didn't they already have a 90s movie where they all went to Mars and there was like one dude that had a greenhouse and they like met up with them and they like hopped in a rover and they went to the face on Mars and the face opened up and then the guy went to the fucking planet that all the other aliens had seen the Earth went to. Yeah, what was that? That had... Uh, that Return had... No, what? that wasn't Total Recall. No, that was not Total Recall. I know which one he's talking about. Someone will help us out. Yeah, but Someone I can't remember. Yeah, somebody will come up with that. I remember that. That was a good one. I, I enjoyed chats. that. A lot of the times I don't have a live audience. It's just the voices in my head and I can't ask them shit. Yeah. So... Boy, if they start, if they start answer well, if you ask them and they start answering you back, I turn yeah. the channel. Call yeah. the doctor. That's what I would do. <laughs> yeah, I'd turn the channel for sure. Yeah, so I took my uh, my baby down outside. Man, she had purple all over the tops of her leaves, on the underneath. It is gorgeous. Ooh. I got her. I got her in my uh, my herbs now drying right now. Oh shit! Be like a matter of hours. You smoking that? <laughs> but I didn't, let me tell you what, man. It was so. It was so sticky. Oh yeah. It really was. Being outside, it was a lot more. It didn't have as. It didn't have the girth like like one of these would, you know, a thicker solid, but it was more of a... A lot more leaf than calyx. 
trichomes. More trichomes covered leaves is what it was. You know, the smaller leaves coming out, but it was beautiful. They said response to the UV or whatever. So what a lot of people. Uh Yeah. I wouldn't doubt that at all. I mean, I got pictures of it. Um, I don't know if I put yeah. that. It's, I don't it's, know if it's I like that, that in high altitude places and deserts. When you travel the world and you look at plants outside of cannabis, there's glandular trichomes that cover the whole plant, you know, from stem to flower in other plants like cactuses or other things yeah, even, that grow out in the even, desert. Even the stems were sticking out of the stem. Yeah. Yeah, there's trichomes all up and down the stem, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I feel like uh, if you boil it and make stem tea, it's good. Yep. That's the whole purpose of the stem. Watch this cat on YouTube one time. Wash stems for like a bubble hash just to see if he could reclaim if there was anything on them. He actually got you know, hash off the stems, but I was really? surprised the amount what he got off the stems. Yeah. Did he get more a decent work than amount? it was worth? Oh, it was more work than it was worth. But the point, Did I think the point good? was that there was some there. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. He actually got something out of it, which is, you know, that's what he was. Tra- yeah, that's what he was testing for. You know. Yeah, I bet you. Gotta appreciate that. Bet you there's good use with the roots, too. You know, like we've talked about that, too, before how good they'll smell or whatever. And it's like, yeah, I bet you there's a lot there. I've got a lot of roots and stems and everything that I need to grind up in my, uh, my, I got a chipper. Yeah. I actually seen uh, Johnny B. John Berfello do that. I don't know how good and accurate his testing machine was, but yes, I think a zone GC machine and he tested roots and yeah, they got like one to 2% THC and other cannabinoids in them. So if you did have a huge ass DWC bucket and you had just this fat mass roots, like, well, the, the roots actually have more water weight than uh, plant matter does. So if you, you know, you weigh a something away is like 500 grams wet and you try it out and it's actually just 100 grams of bud there or whatever. I think it's a 10 to one ratio of how wet, you know, how much water weight is in the roots. But still, if you have a whole excess, if you have abundance of roots, you can do extractions of it and you'll get like, you, you probably get more than 2% yield off your roots. So extractions, as far as you'd be talking about, like make alcohol, make our- alcohol, alcohol, butane, CO two, solvent based okay. extraction. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to grind it up, and I'm going to reintroduce it to my uh, my soil. Smart. Yeah, I figure it's got all the nutrients from the other plants that I've had in them, 
and I grind that up. And I could even pulverize it down to a dust if I wanted to. But I think if I just put it through my chipper, and it's just a small chipper, you know, not, not a great big one. And, and I'll just uh, run it into a bucket. And heck, I could even uh, use it as a mulch. And, and, yeah, I could use it as a mulch, or I could even use it to do one of those uh, uh, KNFs. I could put some brown sugar over it, let it. Yeah, but you're more you're more gonna want to do that with stuff that's got um, freshly picked for the brown sugar stuff. My understanding. Oh, oh okay, dried, okay. Yeah, dried stems. So the, the dry sugar, when you pour it on the plant material that's wet, it has a an osmotic pressure it puts, so it can actually draw the water that's inside the cells out into the sugar. And that's how it actually forms the, the moisture juice is because the sugar drawn that moisture to it. You know what I'm saying? So then when you remove the plant material use, you, you know, I mean, you have the plant juice, so to speak, that got osmotically drawn out of the cells. So like if you crush them, then you're kind of juicing it. You're breaking the cells yourself to release the liquid, you know. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Got to be live material, not dead. That's why I like pouring a liquid with molasses on them. It's a different process than, than actually having it. It's not necessarily using that osmotic pressure. It's more of a, uh, ferment, a liquid fermentation at that point. So I could do that with the, the dry stems? <clears throat> I mean, that would be the way you'd have to do it, I think, but I don't think you're going to want to, I don't think there's much benefit to it. Like, okay. my understanding, the technique is used for like freshly growing shoots. And you know what I'm saying? They, there's like talk of like trying to harvest that stuff in the morning when there's dew hanging on it and certain things like that. So you're really trying to capture the biology there along with the benefit of some of the nutrient, but. Depending on how they're made, they can be really fucking potent with nutrient in those too. So it's. Um, well, I was thinking more in the line of it being as uh, kind of like a reamendment to my my soil when I'm putting stuff back into it, and then I let it sit for like three months. You know. Yeah. That's that's what I I, I do that with some of my soil when I take out. Um, like after I've run a couple of runs through a pot, I'll take that and I'll dump that into a, um, a bin and then um, mix it up and I'll put new, more uh, dry organic type nutrients. And then I'll put my ground up leaves that I have that I've pulverized down to a dust. I put that in there and, and, uh, and just different stuff that I have. You know, the, like uh, the Job's vegetable and tomato, you know, that stuff, the biozone stuff, I'll put that in there. And I mix it all up and then I uh, I water it. I put a little water in there and then I, I, I put the lid down on it and I don't mess with it for a while and I just let it sit. Yeah, if you have the way to 
pulverize that stuff. I don't know that you would have to do a FTGA or any of that stuff. I think there's probably different benefits for it, but if you can powderize it, I think you could just water it in or top dress it on and, and water it in like that, you know? Because, yeah, I mean, you're in soil. It's going to have the biology there. You're just adding, it's like, it'd be like adding alfalfa or whatever, soybean, you know what I mean? The meals, you're basically making similar to a meal you're grinding it all up you know what i mean so it'd be okay i don't know i think it's yeah you know i think it's a good idea there was, I, do. I like it well i've been saving my my roots and my my stems just for that purpose and i've got a I, i'm to a point now where i need to grind it up you know it's it's to that point and uh and it won't take that much just got to sit in front of it and just feed it you know and it do all the work yeah but i think if you're trying to do something else with like the roots i think it's going to be kind of key to do it when it's really like when they're fresh yeah when there's still some moisture activity going on in there so so you think when the roots are really seen do those root ferments was like world's last hope and then that knf garden guy kind of do the same looking one but, was, but it's like they were doing it back or whatever so i'm sure there's plenty of other people doing them but they just yeah they throw it in the water and then you're trying to you're not even trying to use a food source you're just trying to let that biology grow out as the root source that's why that scoby kind of forms i don't think they really add any sugar or anything but maybe maybe they did i don't know but i think you're no, trying to um, please tell me if this is completely apples and oranges but is a root ferment any better or the same exact as a seed sprout ferment or tea? Maybe wait. Be Wouldn't you want the like? I I think the seed sprout ferment would be a uh, better than the root. That, that's where I'm at too because the the roots are that I get. I don't want to say the end of the plant, but you don't. You would want to take. In my mind, like tap roots would be a better root ferment than a uh, root ferment at the uh, harvest, the root ball at the end harvest. I don't know if it's because I'm thinking of plants like it's humans and vampires and you want to like vampirize young blood to stay young or something like that. But if there's any relation to that cannabis for younger things, or that could be the opposite too, like say if you want to feed certain plant ferments to cannabis, let's say, but you want to do it because you want to introduce the hormones that you're expecting at that period of growth, like hormones that are better for the onset of flowers or the hormones that are better for uh, uh, veg vegetative growth, right? So you want to do a little bit older than that. So like, say you can find plants that you make a ferment out of that already have that hormone present in it. And then you feed it to the cannabis that it's just about to be staged where it's going to start producing that hormone. So you're basically supplementing it. And I don't know if that's now we're gonna, it's an even deeper discussion to say like, yeah, you are supplementing it. And now does the plant give up on producing its own hormone? Is it like a drug? Did you hook the drug or the plant on a hormone drug and now it's dependent on it to where it's not going to produce its own hormones? What do you think about that? Yeah, I think the plant's always going to try to balance itself. So if you're 
putting in hormones. It's gonna stop production. There's, yeah, that's the way the, the plant cells will react to that. All of a sudden you have an abundance and the abundance of that actually triggers the shutoff of, of the production of that until it comes back into the balance of where the plant wants. So um, there, I don't know, there was one uh, case I heard about that, uh, that basically there was like a fungus that would infect a certain crop and it, and it basically caused a stim, it, it blocked the off receptor of the, the GA3 production. So the plant couldn't, it, it basically was giving it the gibberellic acid and it's basically what it was doing. And it did that in order to cause a wicked stretch in the plant. And that wicked stretch would actually cause the plant to be more susceptible to falling over. It would get a lot tippier. And if the plant fell over, it made this perfect environment for that fungi to like totally overtake the plant and, and just consume it, kill it and do its thing. Wow. So it was pretty interesting that because like, when, but when we, it's an interesting fact because you know, like we always talk about this hormone does this and this hormone does that, but there's, there's like this balance of hormones that does this, you know? So like, like, like cytokine, for example, does a number of different things. So does, um, um, oxen, oxen does a number of different things, but it all depends on what, you know, where the receptors are for that hormone and that, that, triggers the effect of that hormone to actually have an effect on that cell is where the receptors are so you you know just having the presence of the hormone doesn't mean that that cell is going to respond to it it also has to have the receptor for that hormone in order to be getting it into the cell in order to do the response it wants so that's kind of the way that <laughs> the plant can control where those hormones are going is based off where those receptors are if they're on or off inside that that cell now the point being there is we're just basically going in there and flipping a bunch of fucking switches like ha motherfucker flip a bunch of switches and fucking you know what i mean like we threw the balance way the fuck off from what it wanted when we're spraying some kind of add-on hormone like that it's not just a matter of like going i want this to happen in the plant so i'm going to spray this hormone it's it's you know you're shifting that balance and and there's other hormones to be considered it's not just the one you're talking about that's all i'm trying to get a point across about they all kind of work together and it's like yeah i don't know too deep no it's just like an engine you gotta run an engine on certain kind of fuel right some of them <laughs> yeah I don't know, you can't put, can't put oil in the gas tank, right? I was well, gonna say, there's some engines you can, man. They fucking run on anything. The army makes them that way, like well, some then, of the diesel engines. At the same time, with with saying that, you can say the plant's a weed, man. It can survive on its own. Doesn't matter what you feed it, you know that kind of stuff. Well, so. It does, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you give it, you give it stuff. It'll take what it wants. Well, yeah, you can you can plant seeds in Chernobyl, and they'll do just fine. <laughs> There's weed plants growing in Chernobyl right now, and I bet you they look amazing. 
Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty exotic looking buds. I <laughs> like that. Cut <laughs> them three eyed <laughs> frogs. <laughs> right? Yeah. No. Maybe it works uh, that way. I don't, I don't know. I'm waiting, That's just, I'm waiting for one of them to like uproot and start walking. There are, there are trees that do that. There is. Unless I was paying attention to some Dr. Seuss shit in like second grade. I could have swore I saw a documentary where there is a, a tree species that does literally walk. Like it, it moves its roots and it goes from one spot to another in the process of the whole tree's lifetime. It's not fast. It's not like it's going, but it, it does uproot and then re-root, uproot, re-root, uproot, re-root, find moisture. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. The will to live, man, is pretty amazing in, in uh, a lot of different things, you know, so... Yeah, I think that's the uh, like we're the only creatures that really have the the free will to choose to become less than what we were designed to be or created to be. You know what I mean? That's another interesting fact, though. Like yeah. everything else in nature, no matter what, it's always striving to do everything it can to be the best it could be. That you know what I mean? Like a tree, it's always reaching for the sun or plant they're always reaching around it's like it's yeah. reaching down for the water it's reaching up for the sun yeah, right like a deer yeah like a you know a buck is gonna always tough as fucking buck on the block right he's always gonna fucking puff his chest out and do his thing like it's i don't know there's not really we're the only ones that get to choose to be <clears throat> that, you know well i'm gonna go way crazy Ville, right here but that's because i believe everything is a simulation and those are just roles the the deers and the animals and all that they're just actors and that's just their role in the play they're just kind of borged you know? okay they're they're what they're what exist whether we're here or not they're in the background they're eating grass and pooping out organisms, right? It's just, we we can be 100% detached to that and we can be 100% attached to that. It doesn't matter. Like it's, it's like the deepest depths of the ocean. If you believe in simulation theory, you can only experience something and it it's only exists if you visualize it or you can see it or sense it. Use your five senses to interpret what it is. And it's like a video game where you have an entire map of a video game. Well, the only thing that's um, uh, that that comes up and that the game tries to make into visual patterns and stuff is what you're around. So, like, say you're in a building in a video game. That video game isn't making the whole scenery of, you know, the other side of the map that's like a desert or a valley or something like that. So the same thing simulation sake is with the bottom of the ocean. And then it's like a is a tree falling in the woods. Does that make a sound if no one is around to hear it? Or the Schrodinger's cat. Anyone knows what that is? I don't 
I think that's all silly when you get down to it, but the, uh, to a certain extent that there's a lot of shit going on, but for the process of the machine to play that out, it doesn't need to do it. There's like seven and a half billion different experiences of humans taking place. And that's enough to account for everything that's going on in the world. And then like, when you look at a, a, a computer processor, it's doing a whole bunch of mathematical equations as a whole bunch of different systems or programs and software is running in the background, but you don't got to pay attention to it. It's like your heartbeat or your eyes blinking. You don't have to tell your, you don't have to physically make your heartbeat or your eyes blink. It does that automatically. So the same as that I think about with the animals and the other process of the tides and the oceans and the cycles of the moon and all that. That's all the simulation. That's like the uh, clock ticking away. That's that we're all running off of. That's a deep explanation. Yeah, man. <laughs> that is deep. <laughs> All, all that means is if you believe it's really real or not. Like, is is the bottom of the ocean somewhere where you can't access? Is that a real physical place? Or does it only exist if you go out there and try to, to look for it? Right? And it's actually a good way of utilizing resources and energy because if there was a simulation that had to account for every square millimeter of the entire map the the earth or whatever it, you'd have to have a huge ass computer or machine to to do that process it versus only accounting for what we can see in front of our eyes and everything else is literally just not generated on the map until we go out there and look at it like the, they would say that like the i don't know how many people are watching right now i don't know how many different places that there are but let's just say like there's no one right now watching from madagascar if you're the one person in madagascar watching right now shout outs to you but i just picked that place at random but supposedly madagascar doesn't exist it only exists if someone is there to experience it okay matrix yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm going way deep into the simulation theory. Matrix. Oh, I, I get the theory. <laughs> I just, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what you're trying to get at with it. I don't know. There's, yeah, it still exists. Yes, a tree makes a noise if it falls. It has to. How would it not? Well, what I'm saying is those are background processes that we don't need to be there for them to occur. You know what I'm saying? Like if we all go to sleep right now, how do you know the world that you wake up in the next day is the world that you left from the night before? Being completely... sounds pretty self-centered to me. I don't know. Why do you think it sounds like you're making yourself the center of the universe and nothing happens unless you're there to see it. 
but I think, yeah, if fucking tree fell, it makes a concussion. There's a vibration that goes out from that. That's going to happen whether you're there to hear it or not, you know. That's all I'm saying. Like, that tree still exists before you saw it. I guess I guess what I'm trying to ask is how can you account for that? Can you? Do you know what fish are doing under the ocean right now? Do you sense those trees falling in the yeah, woods? I know what fish are doing right now. Do you, swimming. do you know the exact amount of volcanoes that are active right now? Do you, are you aware of all those processes? Yeah, there's 21 going off right now. Doesn't mean that they're not going off, though, just because I'm not aware of them. Like, I'm not I'm aware not of all this stuff not happening in the rainforest either. It doesn't mean it's not happening. That's what I'm <clears throat> So, like, right now, supposedly every second that passes, the Earth is getting struck by a thousand bolts of lightning. I don't know if anyone's ever heard that. But the, is there any lightning occurring out of the four people that are here in the call right now and a hundred that are watching or so? Is there any lightning that anyone hears? in the background or thunder and lightning supposedly right now there's a th every single second that passes there's a thousand strikes of lightning look it up on google if you don't believe me that's what they say yeah i'm still not i'm, I'm not following I'm not what you're trying to get at man i'm kind of lost on it i'm sorry yeah well, i'm I, not trying to get at anything i'm just at this point just saying things. There's no conclusion to what I'm saying. Okay. Gotcha. I'm not trying to be like, aha, and this is how you get 30% THC in your weed. Yeah, that's. I guess I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't there to witness Mount St. Helens blowing up either, but I know it did. You know what I mean? Like, I was. I saw it blow. I actually went up onto the mountain after it blew, two weeks afterwards. Went through the barricade. Camped out overnight, woke up, and, and uh, we smoked out, drank beer. Yeah, it was a good time. I felt the percussion of Mount St. Helens when it blew. I was actually hiking up on Mount, Mount, uh, not Mount, uh, Multnomah Falls in uh, the Columbia Gorge, Portland, Oregon, on the outskirts. That's cool. Yeah. It was. What year did that blow up again? I forgot. It was 80. 81, 82, I think. Because I was pretty young. I remember my mom and aunts talking about it because my one aunt lived out west. My mom's from California and all that. But I was, I, I was born in 78, so that, yeah, it must have been like, what, three years old or something? Yeah. Because I remember they had ashes from it. I, I had I had mason jars full of it. Yeah. And and you know that oh, kind of shit on your soil. You still got that? That's your volcanic ash right there. No, my ex threw it away. He thought that was stupid to have ash. Well, it is in a jar. It's dumb, Johnny. Right? 
you know, so, so it was a good thing she threw it away because it was making me stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it was a memory, you know what I'm saying? I scooped that off of a car and put it into a jar. Yeah. I said, someday this will be worth something. You think nah. it will be? There's got to be people that still got that. <laughs> I guarantee there's people that still got ash from that or whatever. You think it's worth something? No, nope. all their damn girlfriends made them throw it in the trash. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's um, like it's like why there's I'm, no skunk anymore. There's no yeah, skunk because exactly. everyone with skunk got busted growing it. There's no one with Mount St. Helens ash because their damn girlfriends made them throw it away. Yeah, I remember back in that time they had a lot of buses running. He uh and they all broke down. <laughs> Couldn't figure out why they were breaking down. And I said, well, it's sucking in at, uh, glass, basically. Yeah. You know, jacking up the inside of the engine. It's really dangerous to breathe that shit, too. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't go out into it. I stayed inside while that stuff was coming down. It was, it was amazing like it snow. was almost like it was almost like yeah, i was gonna say it was almost like snow that's wild I yeah. i've seen pictures where yeah there's inches on top of cars and shit like that yeah, yeah we had like two three inches of uh on top of the cars you know it's just amazing But that whole area that uh, that got wiped out, it is so lush right now. Yeah. yeah. From all that, from all that rebirth of everything that happened. Well, it's all yeah, all micronutrient, and that's why yeah. we're trying to put basalt and shit on our soil. It just got covered with it. Right. Exactly. And I think that's why Oregon is such a a great place to grow weed is because of that that moment. Certain areas, yeah. I mean, because if you think about that whole area was coated in ash. And where did it go? Down well, into the rivers. Yeah, I was going to say the rivers are going to get a lot of it because of the rain and everything, but yeah, some will get carried in the soil and yeah, no doubt, man. It's definitely how things work, you know. It's interesting as shit, but that's you know why every time Hawaii, every time, gosh, you know, like Hawaii too. That's all about volcanoes, yeah. you know, like the whole island or whatever. So every time they'd have a forest fire and shit like that, man, the stuff would grow back in our heartbeat, you know, because it was doing its natural thing it was doing a a burn and then afterwards it had the you know the char of everything and then it would just reverse and there's certain trees that don't drop seed unless they're burnt like i thought there was a certain pine tree that had to that's exactly right there's some pine cones pine open unless there's a fire or something like that so like every so often they need a forest fire to actually keep this certain plant alive or certain species 
yeah. it's so in interesting how stuff's interwoven like that you know you wouldn't think that a simulator would worry about that but i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but think about it man they got those uh they got those fishers down at the bottom of the ocean yeah. that the temperature of that stuff coming out of there is super super hot on there's just no way anything could be living down there but they got microorganisms and crabs and stuff they'd eat off of that stuff down there in that heat yeah you know so it's like it's their own little such... ecosystem that's their whole existence is that little world of, by that volcano vent or whatever if they, if they get so far away from it, they die. You know, it was fucking wild. Right. And we'd have never known about that unless we had an unmanned vehicle to go down there and look at that shit. Yeah, no kidding. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We'd have never known anything about that. I mean, we've been finding so many different types of animals. Like uh, like Red Pill was saying the other day when, uh, when tsunami hit in uh, Sri Lanka. They found a lot of different types of species that just blew up onto the onto the shore yeah. that they didn't know about, you know. So we don't know what's in our ocean. We really don't. That's less explored than the moon. Well, I don't <laughs> want to circle it back to what I said earlier about not knowing what's in the ocean until you. So you go to see yourself. Yeah. Exactly. But that's the whole thing. I mean, um, heck, the other day, they, uh, I, I heard about something that they caught back in the 1800s. And I'm not sure if it was over in England area or not. I'm thinking it is. But um, this thing had six legs. It looked like a sea serpent. They literally had drawings of it that people drew. You know, and they measured it. The dang thing was like 65 feet long. It had a long neck with a head. It had a long tail. The tail was half chewed off. It's crazy. It's like the simulation it, trying to mess with us or something. You know, I hate being simulated. <laughs> I just think, yeah, there's enough evidence. To, I don't know. Would that be in a simulation? I don't know. Would all the interweavings of nature be built into a simulation too? I don't, I don't know. Or maybe a supercomputer would be smart enough, I guess. Well, I, I don't know. I, I don't feel like going more in depth because I, I feel like we're on a limited time schedule being in a wormhole. And I don't know if anyone is actually interested enough for me to go down the same rabbit slash wormhole to lead me to the same conclusions that I eventually led myself to. So gotcha. I, I don't want to talk about it anymore. At least at least tonight. Okay. Yeah. I got the munchies. Man, yesterday I couldn't go to sleep. I had one of those nights, man. I was I was up till Three three thirty in the afternoon today. Yeah. Whole day plus. Next to trouble in you? Um yeah. It hurts a lot. 
you know, I just I got a lot of pains everywhere. I just try not to think about it. Eventually, they'll go away. Yeah. I gotta be right back here. It's like. Alright. Yeah, that was a rough one. Oh, everybody took off on me. <laughs> I'll be here with you, Johnny. Alright. Let's uh let's burn one there. Let's load up a bowl and burn one. You doing that there, Red? I'm gonna torch up, yeah. I I, I have okay. more uh dabs on playing in my head. Yeah, it's always going in my head. I have no idea how close it is or how spot on we are to a 420, but let's just treat it as one anyways. We're at the we're at the 45. Or right about there. Mine's on a on a battery, so it could be way off. All right, cheers everybody. Burning one up. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Good hit. Yeah, and back here, Terminate Medic. Yep. Yeah. Want some chat? Bring my dog in it. Oh, man. Yep, that was a good hit. Good hit. <laughs> I was reading chat a minute. They were talking about um, consistency through the organics. Of, uh, who was that? Freedom of speech. By keeping complete control over environment and using organic nutrients and process, they're able to guarantee consistency and integrity. I think that's pretty difficult to say. I don't know. I almost would say that it's probably easier to get more consistency through like a um, hydro, a hydro or a nutrient type system where you're consistently able to apply that because I think really, it, I don't know, unless you can hit certain nutrient levels exactly the same throughout every soil mix and every you know what I mean? Every run is identical that way, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it seems like it'd be more design. Yeah, it'd be more of a design type of a thing. But I think that's why I like talking with Brandon too. Like, you know, I was reading some of the comments in chat and certain people got, you know, always hydro and a media in a lot of ways that is the thought process he's using towards that but i think that's the reasoning why is he's trying to lock down that consistency from an organic system you know what i'm saying so like there's a lot of difficulty there and i think that's why he's doing so much testing is he's trying to hit those nutrient parameters in a similar fashion to where maybe he can be in that same zone to try to get a more consistent thing to where like 
you know, if I'm if I got a, a media like Coco, say, or, or, you know, an inert media that's not necessarily supplying a bunch of nutrient and I'm having to add that you're you're at control of what you're adding in and a lot in a lot better way. And I think that's yeah, I mean, that's just how they're trying to shoot for more consistency that way, I think trying to con that's a variable they're trying to control more you know what i mean now the variable is going to vary from strain to strain i would think right as far as what a plant needs right but you can control that level that it's receiving more accurately i guess okay what's up green 13 What's up, brothers? How you doing, man? I thought I heard Good. something coming in there. Everybody okay? Yeah. yeah. Please, so. I'm just up here mumbling some bullshit, just like usual. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was watching a whole program of it with Brandon. That was a good one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's annoyingly... Fucking on top of everything, isn't he? <laughs> Are you saying something? You gotta be, dude. Like, he, yeah. he, I know, man. I know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I admire the guy, honestly. I, you know, he's, yeah. I don't know how you, you can disagree with him all you want, but shit, man, proof's in the pudding, and he's putting out a lot of beautiful plants, like consistently, and and uh, I don't know, man. It's hard to. It's hard to knock somebody that's doing stuff. It's like. not it's not even a disagree anymore, is it? It's like different route. We know how many thousands of routes there are. And like one of the first things he said was people want to know how to do blah, blah, blah at scale. And it's like, yeah, cool. Okay. I can't weigh in on that. So he's pretty clear about his thought, his thought process to it, you know, and that's what I like about it and I admire about him is, you know what I mean? He doesn't have to share that shit. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't have to share that. He's learning the stuff either way. Like he's doing the research for himself and he doesn't have to share what he's, what he, so, you know I mean? That's where I give, got a lot of, I agree. I think if you run a company like he's running or a few companies like you run, it's now smart to face up and tell people because otherwise they'll go round you anyway. Um, so I do think that's a modern social media kind of, you know, we'll show you the secret as well, but you can buy it from us. Um, I yeah. think otherwise stoners get pissed off, don't they? It's like, oh, okay, I'll just, you can make it at home. Okay. Why didn't you tell me that? I'm not going to, but you should have fucking told me. I don't know. I'm just mumbling that's myself. That's true. Now, I mean, it's true. Yeah. Not going to do it, but you should have fucking told me. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Mm. I see a verse. But it's another one for the, uh, another one for the, for the vault, really. It's, all great information yeah i'd like his big ass greenhouse you know i wasn't looking at chat but when you said about the doing it like it's hydro i thought of that at the same time too because when you're buying all those 
mineral-based nutrients at a wholesale value. And then you're like making up a proprietary blend of those, you know, like the stuff I got named, magnesium sulfate, the calcium phosphate, a lot of that shit, you know, when you're buying it. <clears throat> I thought that's like what a lot of the, la in the last few years, I thought that's what like uh, NPK or uh, uh, Floriflex did is they went and they would find the horticultural grade nutrients that there was like that, that you can buy for like five or $10 for like $50 bags. And then they would refine it to like a more, you know, pharmaceutical or like analytical grade material to where it's just like, just purified those compounds that we were making or, you know, going after for the soil mixes or whatever, nutrient feedings. So, you know, <clears throat> I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a, uh, opinion, you know, uh, good or bad versus like politics, if it's a good or bad thing to do, I just recognize it as that. And, uh, yeah, min minerals do a lot of shit. I mean, uh, in the super soil mixture, that's why you're adding so much azos, uh, or uh, sorry, uh, azomite. You're adding so much azomite and other stuff. Like there's, a. Uh, forget what it is but it's sea of, uh, sea of cortez salt and it's like the most nutrient dense salt it's got like all instead of like 78 nutrients that a lot of other uh, ocean-based mineral supplements have it has like 78 or 80 compounds in it this like uh, uh sea what about of cortez the dead sea salt? what about yeah, the dead sea has, salt? i don't know more than that I would assume it could have more or less basically maybe be the same thing to a higher concentrate, but the deposits are what's different because there's seasonal deposits in the Sea of Cortez because of the tide change and they have huge deposits of them. They go out there and harvest it, but supposedly it has 90% um, or sorry, not 90%, 90 different uh, elements or trace uh, minerals. I don't remember where I originally started. Well, the, the, uh, the philosophy of feeding minerals, like a lot of people would think that's hydroponics, you know, you're like, you just got like this neutral or soilless medium, and then you're dissolving, you know, raw compounds of minerals. We just didn't make another word for what you're saying, though. So we just tag it under hydro. But you're right. It's not. Hydro surely really is just DWC, really. But now they're saying like, well, cocoa and drip systems. And they're sort of not. They're sort of soilless media, aren't they? Mm -hmm. uh, I think of it and like, I, I'm someone that I'm like, I, if you just rewind 20 minutes and hear shit that I was talking about, you'll understand this philosophy where I'm coming from. Okay. But I've had, I'm at the point where I don't think there's man-made and synthetic things, truly. Like if you want to look at a steel structure, Steel, what is it? Well, guess what? It's mi mineral ores that were pulled out of the earth. There's nothing synthetic about it. It doesn't matter that we touched our hands on it and made it some new form of material, right? And the same thing is like when people are like, oh, I don't like LSD. I like mushrooms because the mushrooms are natural. I'm like, well, LSD comes from a mold. So you're comparing a mold to a fungus. The fungus that is where the psilocybin comes from 
LSD comes from a mold. They're both natural. So so. You're trampling all over how it was, how it was yeah. um, mined. That's that's the bit where it's organic or not organic, and I know that's <laughs> not what you're talking about, but it's that's We're, the point where it's man-made or not man-made, or is the sort of organic I, is I, that I, word, isn't it? But I don't like comparing synthetic to man-made because man-made isn't anything bad. Man, or depending on what your philosophy is, if we evolve from primates, it's totally 100% natural. There's nothing unnatural about humans. And to think that we alter someone all of a sudden makes it unnatural, it doesn't. It's still natural because everything, doesn't matter where you take it from, the atmosphere, the ocean, or the earth, everything is derived from organic inputs doesn't matter understood this is just this is just wordplay yeah but at the same time i don't trust pharmaceuticals because man has their hand in it all right so there's a difference where like in chemistry and organic chemistry the difference is organic chemistry deals with molecules that include carbon hydrogen and oxygen so I would look at it in a similar fashion when you're, you know, if you're talking about a quote unquote organic or versus a non-organic, that would be kind of the determining factor in my opinion would be is if it's got carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen in those molecules, which would be like more in the line of a top dress, you know, even amino acids would fit into that. Um, but certain things like, you know, anhydrous ammonia. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're making that in a, in a process, you know, and it, and it takes a lot of energy to actually produce that. Where do you derive, where do you derive ammonia from that atmosphere? It was here. If you believe like what I'm saying, the narrative that I'm trying to say is ammonia was in the atmosphere before humans were an organism. I do think you've been careful with what you've said. And I do understand what you're saying. I'm just, and also I'm aware you're not just talking about plants and stuff, but (laughs) yeah, of course, eventually everything was already here. If we fuck shit up to pull it out, then it's kind of (laughs) non-organic. I have, I have, I guess, a thin line that I go between like how bad are humans? And it's the philosophy of like people thinking like, it's mold overtaking bread or a sandwich or something like that. And people think that humans are a virus on the earth and we're ruining the earth when I think the earth was here created for us. I don't think we're ruining it, you know, as bad as people make it out to be. Damn, I might have to make me some cookies. I got the munchies. It's a whole other wormhole. You know, that's getting into a lot of politics and a lot of philosophy. Want to say that, but oh no, that's all right. This is good, yeah. No doubt, we're fucking burning rain, we're burning rainforests, we're chopping down, yeah, forests, and we're running <laughs> dust bowls. Okay, so, up our, what our I guess land. is the philosophy you know, that comes from is people for... like Bill Gates that say we need to eliminate 85 to 90 percent of human population. Because of yeah, for the that's earth. the problem right there is humans. I would like yeah. to do that. 
I do agree. Okay, we so are that's what I mean. Yeah, I'm fine with both schools of philosophy for that. I'm just saying that's. I think we should start with Australia. <laughs> no, I, I was going to vote Canada, but I'm okay. with you on that. <laughs> Sorry about that, Australian and Aussie John. Our friends down there. Far from me as I can get. Now, what's wrong with Australia? I just picked up. Really, actually, start start in England. Let's clear some space because we've got lots of people on this tiny island. Yeah, but I mean, we utilize a lot of resources for some bullshit that we don't necessarily need to. So there's there's definitely a lot that we've done to fuck up the planet in a lot of ways that are going to repercussions for generations to come. The Fukushima is one example that's still fucking. Last time I'm, 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 I've oh. smoked so much weed in my lifetime where I don't even believe any of that. I don't even believe radiation's bad. I think that's all a whole bunch of hoax and conspiracy, too. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sorry, guys. I'm, I'm dabbing a lot of distal and a lot of shatter here. I might have fried my mind. <laughs> I mean, do you believe if you touch a hot grill, it's going to burn your hand? Sure. I've done that before. That's not, that, that's not, a, man, do I need to send you guys like links on top of links? Like, I, we're going to have to have like a link list and like shit that like I'm going to have to have you guys watch or at least try to at least comprehend. But yeah, there's how, how much distillate do we have to smoke? Right. You and send me the link. To... You send me the part of distillate as well. Then yeah. I'll watch okay. the link. I mean, there's a there's a whole there's a whole smiley program going on here. You know what I'm saying? You got to bring, you got to, you got to get the whole box and everything, the nutrients, and and get the operation going. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> And I have got the worst munchies right now. I don't know what the hell's going on. Smoking pot does that yeah. I normally I normally don't get munchies, and I just feel like I want to eat something sweet right now for some reason. Something like that. Something like my breakfast. Mm. <laughs> Thanks for the green thirteen. <laughs> well, I've been out in the car and done human stuff, so yeah. I'm showing off about it. <laughs> human, human stuff. What's that? <laughs> I'm a hermit. I don't leave the house much, but this morning I wanted past pastries and coffee, so I went into a shop. I think I spoke oh. to the woman as well and said good morning and shit. How'd that work? Did you get a response? Yeah, it's fine. I think with masks, it's better, isn't it? Because it's like, oh, okay, I'm just going to rob you then. Nah, you know, I'm being silly. I just, I, I am a hermit and I try not to go into shops and the woman was old and it was fine. We didn't have to talk about anything too. Masking. Funny, the other day I went into the, uh, into the bank and I was talking to somebody in there 
and I asked them to do a certain thing in my account. He goes, well, if I'm going to do that, sir, I'm going to have to have you uh, drop your mask and take your glasses off. And I said, and I looked at him and I says, what? I can't be incognito anymore? <laughs> I've never walked into a bank looking like a bank robber before, but lately, it's the way I feel. You know? If you walked in there with a mask on up. one and a half years ago, they would have called security. Sir, you need to take that mask off right away. Imagine it. People would get pissed about it. Right? They'd call the police. Swat would be outside. You know it, man. Amazing stuff. Where's Eagle at? Taking a rest. It's, he's working. No, he's right trimming. Here. No, oh, okay. He's, I'm right he's right there. He's trimming. He's nasty. Yeah, the reason I thought about it is because he's off camera. He's fucking asleep. <laughs> I um, I'm smoking Bruce Banner, and I think he just interviewed that guy tonight, didn't he? Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. Yeah. Hey, what is the original terp? profile on that is it strawberry for me this this one is <laughs> it totally does. yeah this bruce banner this one is straw this one is strawberry i've grown it from seed about six times and you sometimes get strawberry and you sometimes get like like a raspberry fuel thing and you sometimes just get a pine thing yeah but it's always okay. quite it's always quite up and at it. They're, they're, the flavor profiles are pretty contrasting, so it's kind of easy to separate phenotypes versus the strawberry and the gas. This is okay. the worst structure I've had. This yeah, is the I... most sort of sativary one that was really hairy and not my kind of thing. Yeah, I've nice. never grown in a straight bruce banner before but i grew one that was crossed and it was an auto i think and what flavor was that bruce banner amnesia that was it was tiny. bruce banner amnesia it was, oh, earthy. It, was it was crazy weird it was crazy weird I, i'd never had anything like that and and the fact it was an auto too so it was kind of a, a small runty plant but it was very very buddy I haven't had an auto that I've been impressed with yet. Join the club. As as far as the flavor of it, of it lasting of any length, because the auto, the strawberry cheese, or the strawberry, strawberry cheese that I grew a little while back, it's got no smell to it whatsoever at all. It had a little bit at the beginning, and then it just faded away. And so now it's just kind of like, well, I'll put that into some of my edibles because it's still got, you know, the terps and everything on it. I don't know. Cannabinoids, not the terps from what you're saying. Can yeah, cannabinoids. Yeah, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Cannabinoids. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, or hash it, eat it or hash it, I suppose. <laughs> mm. I would imagine you can go to the cupboard and pick some flavours these days, Johnny. You've got a fairly rotational garden that looks like it's always 
sticking a plant out. Oh yeah, I've got multiple different stuff sitting in front of me right now that I could smoke on. That's not the issue anymore. I'm so glad. Man, it was so hard before. I had to go to the, the dispensary and, and get the smoke. And I never and, and at this at that time I was right at the beginning when they were starting to say you couldn't go into the dispensaries anymore and you had to stand outside. And then one person could go in at a time. Jeez. I and then they wouldn't let you look at it anymore. You couldn't smell it. You couldn't look at it. It was just, there was no service whatsoever. It was just, felt like I was going to a Burger King and getting a fry, you know? Well, no, not really. Because when you go Burger King, you get the same thing every time, no matter fucking what, where or how. Whereas this situation, you're just going to get what's dry or not dry or... Yeah, right, it's a lot, lottery. Right. It's it's the time they can get rid of all their junk, you know, that they had in the back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Everything I, I was that was going to the that. extractor is now coming here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Got a new line of business going here. Non-viewable sales. Kind of like back in the day when you would go someplace and and you'd say, hey, this is what I, the guy would say, hey, this is what I got. Take it or leave it. <laughs> that conversation wasn't even had. You were begging man for whatever he had. It, there was no even question. It actually used to annoy me when I was a kid when people used to tell me what the weed was because it's like, you're a fucking liar. Just give me it anyway. I'm not here to decide. It's not like we've got a choice. There was never even any thought of choice. Mexican brickweed again, or it wasn't. It was just brickweed. Yeah, please. Is it moldy? <laughs> not moldy, this one. Oh, okay. Probably not going to get me as high then. <laughs> that is definitely one, one, one view for sure. <laughs> I always looked for uh, for anything different. I was always searching, looking for something because I didn't. I was looking more for quality, not not for quantity. When I was buying stuff, so I always searched out people that had the different type of weed. Never easy in a prohibition situation. No. I remember uh, going down to California one time. I was doing a remodel on a house. It took me a couple of months to do it, me and one other guy. And uh, I ran out of smoke. And I had, I had money to buy it. But I didn't know where to get it. So I went to a bar... And I'm sitting there drinking a beer and I'd, I'd uh, you know, look around to see if I could see anybody that looked like a weed head. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then I'd go up and talk to them and they'd look at me like, oh, fuck, no, man, get away from me. It was like, it was so hard. So this one time I went to a, a, a place where you buy pipes and stuff, you know, not a dispensary, but just 
you know, where you get headshot. Yeah, headshot. And and I go in there, and, and this guy comes in, and he buys this really nice bong. And I go like this, man, that guy's got to, he's got to know where to get some smoke. So I went out to my car after I got done, and and I sat there, and I waited for him, and, I, and he came out, and I said, hey, bro. I said, man, I'm down here doing some work on some construction. I said, I'm not from this town. I says, man, I can't find any smoke. Do you know where to get any smoke? And he goes, it's funny you would ask me. I have some in my car right now. You know? And, and he hooked me up with some really good smoke. I was just blown away. And I, and I asked him, I said, now, why did you even trust me? And he said, well, you were in there inside buying some shit. I figured you were cool. And I said, right on. After that's all. You look like uh, I don't know anyone. It'd be funny if you were like, you know, it's funny that you have weed because you totally don't look like the type of person that would have weed right now. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was really cool, man. And as a matter of fact, there was a couple other times that I went down into California a year down the road. No, and I and I called him up. Got in touch with them, and I got some more smoke from. <laughs> that was neat. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Sometimes you just gotta step in the mud puddle and make a splash, you know. I guess. Splish splash. If you don't speak up, you'll never know. They'll never. It gets. You know. It gets saying? easier and easier. It has been, I but I know. I know this. I don't have to deal with that shit anymore. Because I know a grower. That's the best way. That's what they tell me. Know your grower. And, and mine's and this, a right knob. And. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and this guy has stuff all the time at least I could see it in front of me so that's good for me that's I, you know I, I, I hated uh, there, was, there was a time down in Pennsylvania I went I went down into Easton down in the town of Easton and uh And I gave this guy some money to go get some smoke. And it was, it was the cousin of a guy that I hired to do a job. And, and I asked him, can I trust your cousin? He goes, oh yeah, kinda. And I said, what do you mean kinda? <laughs> That's no, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and at this point he's got $500 of my money and he's out there running around in the city of, uh, Easton, you know, and I'm like, well, what the, you know, and we were in a pretty bad neighborhood from what they were talking about, you know, and, and so I'm hanging out there in my car and I'm going, well, he, he went up this way and, and we saw him walk across the street and he went up to a, another place and then he went up another street up this way. And then, and, and, you know, next thing you know, he was, he was gone. 
And we were waiting there for 45 minutes, and I'm saying, hey, dude, this is getting ridiculous. Where's your cousin? Well, I got ripped off. Yeah, you did. Yeah. So I took it out of him. Just a relational shit, you know. You know, he was he was he was related to him. So you know, just that's what happens. <laughs> Where's my money, Brian? Where's my money, Brian? I want my money. Wouldn't have to get to this favorite Family Guy episode. <laughs> it's so fucking awesome. Better have my money. Yeah, I, I took that guy out for a ride out in the middle of the woods, and I said, "Hey, uh, either you're gonna make something happen for me, or I'm gonna leave your ass out here." <laughs> uh, you got a shovel. <laughs> Even for Family Guy, though, that shit was like. Damn! You guys are heavy with that. <laughs> they always went over the top with the fight scene. That was the best Tomorrow. part about it. <laughs> the fucking uh, the one with uh, Peter and the the chicken, and they fought for like 10, 15 fucking minutes of the show. It's like them fighting through the town. It's it's fifty percent of the show. You take the ads out. It's yeah, dude. 70% like, of the show. I'm pretty sure there were ads in the middle and they came back to them fighting and still. Crazy. <laughs> 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 yeah, good shit. Good shit. I always enjoy yeah. the Camway Twitties break ins. Now, Camway Twitties. <laughs> um, <laughs> um. the dudes dancing the three dudes them dudes pissed me off I'm glad he shot them and he was like that's it they ain't coming back and they didn't come back I don't think was it three like barbershop quartet dudes some of the comedy in that looks hilarious that's got to be a fun job to think of that shit. You know what I mean? Like, they got to get baked. And, like, the comedy stuff, you know, they just get in a room, just get baked and fucking throw around brainstorming ideas. Come up with some storylines. That's how I picture it anyway. I shouldn't say that I know that. That's how I picture it in my head. All the greeting cards and shit, them guys are getting baked as fuck, right? And greeting cards. Oh, completely. <laughs> I tried to get my ex to be a greeting card um, person. Yeah. Couldn't get her to do it. Yeah. She was good with uh, she was good with words and lyric kind of stuff like that, and she was an amazing drawer. Get had her old thing set up, you know, done her own stuff. Huh. Yeah. That's the way things go. Twenty. Cheers. We're 20. Uh-oh. I just happen to have one loaded. I'll look at there. Cheers. Cheers, man. That was my mom's birthday today. I had her over for dinner. So. Kind of cool. Hanging out with the grandson. Always fun. Right on, Smiley. Did you make her dinner? 
Well, um, yeah, actually, my girlfriend's stepdaughter kind of made it, but yeah. That's cool. What'd you guys make her? A roast. Nice. That's a home. That's a home style meal right there. I love that shit. (laughs) Yeah, it's one of them things where, like, yeah, we can go to a restaurant, you know what I mean, and whatever, and have to do most of that with a toddler. You know what I'm saying? He's fucking one and a half. Little dude just wants to run. We tried going out to eat one time, and it's just like. He just went like, put me down, fucking put me down. I want to run, man. <laughs> like, Takes off yeah, the address, Yeah. So it works out because then he can just run around and play and shit and do his thing. He's got all his toys. He's, you know. It was your mom's birthday. Yeah. Was it at your house? <laughs> yeah. Yes. It was your mom's birthday. It was at your house, and your girlfriend's stepdaughter cooked for y'all. Yeah, <laughs> that's a full-on chain of people, man. Oh. What did you eat? I love it when a plan comes together. I don't know. <laughs> Someone's cooking, yeah. Have yeah. it at mine. <laughs> Just gotta learn sometimes. So I mean, they take to it, man. I don't know. I'm not gonna shut them down on it. You want to figure out how to cook? Go ahead. You know, if it's something. It kind of went through spells of that. I noticed like three girls or whatever. All of a sudden they were interested in baking. So they were making cupcakes and cookies and shit. And then that got old. Like they wear that out in like a week and you got a fucking counter full of all kinds of sweets and shit. Yeah. Not that well made to start start with. Right. Maybe maybe dubious. um, Yeah. When they're really young, maybe dubious cleanliness even. Um, <laughs> it's like, um, good. What's that crunchy, <laughs> I did, what's that crunchy I did, stuff in there? Could be a couple eggshells. Yeah. Yeah. I did watch what you're describing happens. And I think the reason is it's that devil's hands idle. You know, every time I could, my daughter was pulled away from a screen, she'd get bored. And so my wife would have her bake. And it's like, is to do something that ain't just staring at a screen. It's also something that you can do as a sort of supervised. Come on in, let's do that. And you don't really have to do it. You can just say, now do this. Well, it's one of them things where you get that sense of accomplishment afterward too, you know, you follow the instructions and came up with a good end result. And... <laughs> Cupcakes are always pretty, pretty solid. Hard to fuck up. Yeah. Reckon so, I could. But. <laughs> I was just going to say thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, that, that, that kicked my ass. That was the gorilla glue. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Nice. I wasn't ready for that. Tell me, boys, I just um, stripped um, one of those jelly beans down that was getting out of hand. I really put an eagle on it, man. I was snapping branches and fucking splaying it open and whatnot. Um, (laughs) That thing's... I already know the answer to this, but that thing's going to double in stretch, yeah? It looks like a stretch. It looks like it's going to get it on. Yeah, she was pretty... So I can I can go now and know it's going to fill my net. Yeah, they're all probably going to double or, or at least 75% more. 
Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Go, go, go. Mm. That's fun. Yeah, call that call that one gadget. I got some about to come down, so yeah. Oh, have you? Yeah. When you watch someone else's videos, it's like there can't be another video or another fuck day what? You're crazy. And your own growth feels like day 41. Is it still day 41? Day 41. It's like Smiley's done three grows while I'm still on day 41. It's always how it feels. You know, you're not you're not watching that grow or that, that calendar. No, I get it. That's, that's weird. That's I always so thought true. that about Vader, but Vader would always like record his you know what I'm saying? So like his were like multiple weeks all in like one episode or whatever, I think, too. But yeah, I always thought that about like watching them guys do like what the fuck, man. Remo's as well. Remo, how are you doing it so fast? I'm obviously it's the same, but well, it's like it's like for me too, like seeing my grandson, like I don't see him every day, every minute or whatever, right? Like he'll come over a few times a week and it's like, yeah, every time I see him, I'm like, fuck man, he's bigger. Jeez, OP, dude. Like he's saying more words and he's doing more shit. You know what I mean? It's like next similar. time he comes over, he's going to have a mustache. Yeah. No shit, man. No shit. Johnny. It won't, be, <laughs> won't be long. And who is this kid? Who is this kid? I will say, dude, he's, he born, he's born to race though, man. This kid is born to race. I, there's a, he's at least going to have a shot at it. He's Okay, so first off, right out of the womb, kid had a bigger right foot than his left foot. <laughs> nice. The <laughs> so, I mean, right? So that was one sign. Still is bigger, you know what I mean? Now, second sign is Let's that he, his favorite toy is his car right now. I have a picture of a race car up on the wall, and he always was – I don't know if anybody showed him that, but he'll point at it and he goes, vroom, vroom. And he says that, like, dude, yeah, it's, there's a lot of pointers to this kid's going to be driving. So, like, I'm pretty excited about that. Maybe. You it won't. Maybe so, what's the first one you're going to get him, Smiley? What's that? What's the first car you're going to get him? Oh, quarter midget. A quarter midget, right on. Okay, you already got it planned out. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even fucking. It I'm is planned out. He's and shit right now. I can have a couple years to make that. You know, he's almost shit, he's two. Already... He's got to be five. They won't let him run before they're five. He probably already got an outfit picked out for him, huh? It's kind of a mental vision of it. Yeah, a little bit. Right. <laughs> it's not going to be a black. Uh, that. It's going to be a race. He's going to be a racing star man right from the get-go <laughs> i don't know I just, it's gonna be so cool. I just hope it's something fun we can do i don't want him to be you know the next jeff gordon or nothing but oh he's gonna be that. better than jeff gordon right <laughs> i ain't got the money to take him that far johnny i don't know well that'll be that'll be up to him when he gets to a certain point he's gonna have to start getting some uh some backups you know some promoters it's the way it works, yeah. If you're that good, you yeah. start getting attention for sure. Yeah. Very, very competitive this these days, though. Oh man, big time. Yeah, we don't even know where things are going at this point. You know? No. Well, they're going like, electric. Right. 
I know that he's going to get a shot at driving it, and we'll see. If now, he wait will. a minute. Electric? Man. Be, yeah. There's something. I don't know. There's something about the roar of the car going by you, man. It just, I love that, the smell of the gas. They're already doing you know? it with the Indy cars, though. They got the electric Indy cars and shit. Do they really? Yeah. Do they? Right. We've got Formula E, which is a European series. Formula E, yeah, electric. And it's um, it's lots of street circuits. And I'll tell you what, I don't like it, but it's hella popular. Yeah, it's really, really like they switch out the battery and they can it only switch tires so often, shit like that. There's tire rules and it's kind of cool. It's too contrived for me. And me also, I do. Um, you know, I'm I'm like you. I race. I I want engine. I want speed. Fire. I want fucking. Well, but racing I, should be driving as hard as you can every lap that you can, and like you know, what I'm saying, run what you got, dude. Bring it. You know, it shouldn't be about like, oh, I'm conserving my fuel economy. That's not fucking racing. You're not. That's not racing. But you know what I mean. For me. Fuel economy is not a concern. You should be trying to pass that dude as best you can and he should be trying to go as fast as he fucking can to keep you from passing away racing (laughs) and throw fucking fuel economy out the window i'm passing the son of a bitch that's fucking racing like i don't know when i first started watching formula one when i was a kid they had qualifying engines so qualifying is like 10 laps sometimes eight they would just do you know even less maybe just six one out one one flat out, one in, twice. And they'd have a specific engine for that and specific tires that they would work on just for those six laps of a weekend. It would cost millions of pounds. There would be ultimate data. It was the stickiest tires they could put down. No degradation. Who gives a fuck? Now yeah. it's the complete opposite. And for me, the the perversion of it, the, the sickness was that they could just go mad and ever since they've been trying to rein it back and rein it back and rein it back and it's like it's not fantasy anymore dudes you just made it into this other thing you know but formula one had so much control computer control going on that it took the driver away from it too i mean really all the driver was doing is steering at that point you know i mean at a certain point with it the shifting traction control all that shit them guys could mash the fucking gas at any point in the corner and it wouldn't do anything but just accelerate normal form you know so there wasn't like a trying to be a driver on the edge and stuff like that 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 totally formula one is brakes traction control they controlled the shifting points like formula one cars they could fucking almost run them things without the driver and shit it's crazy it was the active suspension that was the most the most revolutionary but actually to talk about it, it formula one is not really a sport it's um it's an entertainment thing. I mean, they're trying to make it a sport, I think, but uh, it hasn't been a sport for a long time because the arms race is far more money at one end than the other, and it just... It's an amazing feat of engineering. Formula. Yes, yeah, so yeah. The crazy shit they do on those is pretty amazing. They fucking... Like- do they got hybrids. Those are hybrids, actually. Formula One, they got battery power, and they fucking regen off their turbo... So their turbo, they have a turbocharger on there, and like when they decelerate, the turbocharger will spin back, and they'll capture that energy to rejuvenate the battery. 
similar to like what they do through the brakes. They'll have regenerative brakes. Same on the brakes, yeah. They're fucking yeah. high end, man. There's a lot of money that goes into that shit for sure. Wow. Insane. I had no idea that it gone that it gone that far. Mercedes will be spending three hundred million a year plus. They're too fast, dude. That's why they gotta detune them. They're the drivers pass out and shit. They can pull so much G force. Wow. <laughs> Fucking drivers hit the wall because they passed. They blacked out from the G force. I don't remember a time. I don't remember a year where they didn't take down force away. Every year or every rule change set of they they take down force away to try and stop them. And and the tires are not as sticky as they could be anymore because they have to, as you say. Yeah. Take performance out. Because we can the engineers, they just they just add aerodynamic performance every race, every race, every race with fluid dynamics and aerodynamic wind tunnels. And yeah, it's crazy. Take it, Eagle's not a race fan, though. <laughs> He's like, eh. they're low riders. They like that, right? Oh. Sure, sure. What's that? Yeah, I never watched a bunch of racing. I never watched a bunch of racing, to be honest with you. It's one of the things for me. It's like either in person or not you know right. what I mean? it's good to sleep so, like, good to point. sleep too though i would have imagined the flint area though that was a big thing like all the automaking you know i mean all the all the people making cars anyway during the day fucking racing's big on the east side of the state is what i'm getting at i'm just surprised that it wasn't something you were you know well i went to when i was young my dad raced cars up to a certain point even when he didn't race cars we went through a, a stint of Auto City and Dixie every other fucking weekend heading out oh, to the yeah. track like that. And of course the you know east side of Flint there fucking the we had our the strip back there right next to you you mentioned the auto plants. There's a mile long strip right there between two two factories that everybody would fucking race on right next to Bu- Buick City. All the fucking time. So, yeah, we used to hang out there a few Friday and Saturday nights. Uh, A lot of drag racing out there, too, man. And Yeah, the gearheads in in Michigan are strong, dude, over in that side of the state, for sure. (laughs) Like, a lot of tracks over there. That's why, yeah, it's kind of, uh, I don't know. My brother was a major gearhead. It is a little breed nowadays, though, I would say. Like, it seems to be. Yeah, my brother raced uh, quarter miles, and and he did uh, he built trucks and did the uh, the mud bogging, shit like that. He was, and and he he built a few crawlers too, rock crawlers. My favorite racing to watch are the World of Outlaw sprint cars on dirt, and they're, it's, I don't know, it's a it's the funnest racing to watch live and pretty kick-ass to watch on replay too so but like i, I like the uh earlier, i like the rally races it's not fuel economy or saving this or that it's fucking balls to the wall for 30 laps and you're just driving as hard as you fucking can you know what i mean 
So they're crazy. If anybody's, if you've seen them or know what they are, they're fucking insane. That's like the rally races. They're they're going for speed for time, you know, up in the mountains and going on those crazy little roads and that's some crazy ass stuff there, man. Yeah, in between trees and shit. Fuck that. Yeah, I've seen cars doing some flips and going off the road, you know. Those cars are pretty badass though. They can whip them things around pretty pretty efficiently, man. They those cars will move the way they want them to. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty. No interest in that. That's that scares me way too much. I'm I'm just couldn't. Not between um catching mm -hmm. jumps and shit. Fucking they launch some cars too, man. I'm good. Uh, You can leave fields either side, thanks. I'll visit in a bit when we get into a tussle. So I don't that need kind trees. Of stuff. Yeah. And it would be that weird kind of having somebody like talking to you the whole time too. I never had anybody in my ear when I'm trying to yeah. cry. I'm driving, yeah. man. Right? Dude sitting there trying to tell you, all right, now it's a fucking left turn. <laughs> well, a lot of a lot of the times they have a guy sitting right next to him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a co-pilot. Yeah. Yeah. They shout directions the whole time. 90 left, 130 straight. Yeah, all different coding communications the way they understand it or whatever but because they got to be able to understand it real fast to make decisions they're coming up on that corner pretty quick he's got to know my in third gear or my fucking braking or like, my, you know carrying speed through it i like to go drag racing though i think that would be you know we don't have that same um i'm not saying it doesn't exist we don't have that same culture that you guys have our roads aren't straight but um i would like to do that it's something that i you know i'm a bit older now and i think there's probably a big social element to it and yeah a lot of car prep and yeah man it's like strapping onto a rocket ship <laughs> pretty much <laughs> you're gonna go real fast real straight real, you know hopefully real straight and then get to the end you know start, Throw. start Throw. yeah your reaction times are like, all that but definitely it's fun it's fun to go to i like watching drag racing too especially what's that Dr- drinking session drinking smoking hanging out pretty much yeah wow. the top fuel ones are the ones i really like because then it's like oh man, yeah those things go by dude you can't i mean you sit there with your ear plugging your ears straight up you know what i mean and it's like the concussion of them just going by is like a vibration. It almost makes your, your body shaking. Yeah, it almost makes takes your breath away when they go by. It's just such a rumble. So, yeah, it's yeah, amazing engineering there too. That's what I get. So, uh, is the extreme of it. You know, one thing we used to do as a kid. My dad used to take us to do as kids too. What's uh, it's a lot of fun. Was a uh, boat racing. You ever been to a fucking boat races? That's never been to dangerous, it. huh? Yes, very. Yeah. Are you talking about the speedboat racing? Yeah, quarter mile fucking Drag double stack V eight engines. Yeah, you fucking. I've oh, seen wow. them stop race because there was like a cup floating across the lake. Because that will flip up one of them boats at two hundred miles an hour, just like you know, like a regular fucking. McDonald's cup, something like that, just kind of gently floating across. They're like, nope, we got to stop this. 
somebody go grab that cup because something like that one of them boats hit that shit at 180 and then fucking flip it and shit yeah. and i've actually seen a few boats out there fucking flip fucking wow that's some crazy shit man the good times when man, they break fucking... up man that's freaky dude and then you there's some guy in there probably unconscious under fucking water like damn yeah that's why they got them in capsules now so like if the boat disintegrates they have that capsule around them those are the real fast ones to do now there's a certain yeah, level it's like having a roll cage at the drag races they want you to have that it's so dangerous yeah, I would fuck that, dude. I wouldn't be on water going like that. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Back in the day, those land speed record dudes, the famous ones from, you know, before we were born, they would often be land speed guys and then dip their toe in the water and do that as well. And like a lot of them lost their lives in the water where they didn't on land because when that nose dips in, oh man, you stop so fast. It's like, yeah. tears the human body up. Have you seen those uh, those those boat races where they literally go through tracks in the dirt? It's like channel racing. Yeah, those are sweet too. I don't know. Airboats. They're fucking cool because they. Well, they're not airboats. That looks fun. They're regular type boats, but they're just going through like a, a a channel that's been turned into a track. It's kind of like an Australian thing, I think, is where... Mm. Is that what that is? Yeah, and I believe they're like uh, jet props. And then they build like small channels. Yeah, and then they race the figure eight kind of style. But it's like... Change of direction is wicked. Yeah, they do, man. Those things just rip a corner. It's fucking wild. Yeah, those are amazing. That would be fun to me. That looks like a lot of fun trying to rip through Mm. there. But you're not gonna die in that either, and like drown in open water and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna flip out onto the plane where all the people are and whatnot. Right. To me, that looks more like a go kart track kind of thing. Where exactly. Like, yeah. It's yeah. a fast, yeah. fast boat. Go try to set how fast time you can or whatever, and you know, uh-huh. not racing. My last place, I used to have a fucking go kart track set up in my backyard. Fucking come! It was not. I'm actually that still that big of a kid. That was only that place was five years ago, and I would fucking come home from work quite a bit and fire up the go kart and fucking throw on the fucking headphones and just go out there and fucking rip donuts and ride that track for a while. I actually used that track that go kart fucking more than my kids did. (laughs) I would too, probably. Fuck that dirt track suspension on the fucking four wheel driver on the on the go kart. That's badass. I'd love that. Have my own little track, man. That'd be cool. I worked on a the various kart tracks for about fourteen years. That was my whole gig. What were you doing? I was a race director, so really just. I mean, mostly in the end, all that stuff always just turns into a job, right? But of course, always playing on carts, always just, but mostly running other races. Corporate entertainment, yeah. But I did a lot of 
before that, before that really became a job, I was a racer and did a lot of endurance racing. Yep, I've even tried RC car racing just because I couldn't drive anymore. But I was like, oh, I can get a RC truck and try that out. And, and was that it was any? Lot, it's a lot harder than it looks, man. I'll tell you what. I know that. And so was it like bollocks? This isn't the same buzz. Right, kind of. Yeah. Kinda. I need to be in it. And that's why I think maybe drag racing, because it's all over in 12 seconds. And it's like, that's cool. I can go rest now. Yeah. And be happy or pissed <laughs> off. Yeah, especially like some of the bracket ones where you don't got to have like a real exotically extreme vehicle to do it. You can just go run your time. It's all about being consistent in your time, you know. So that's where you'll see them where the one guy will go first, you know what I mean? And then the other guy will go that's a little faster. He'll, they stagger the start times for him and shit. What you said just spoiled. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't do that. It would have to be a thing where I'm constantly evolving and tweaking. Uh, it just, it would have to be. Then you got to be rich. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Or a liar. No, Is no, it's stock. Come on, bet me. Is that your dog? I think... Yes, my dog. Sorry. <laughs> I think. I think Green Thirteen wants the Fast and Furious experience there. It's the Friday yeah. night, you know what I mean? There's one girl standing by going, "Fuck no, Green Thirteen, don't do don't this." Do it. <laughs> I, was, I was literally about to go check on my dog. I'm like, oh, I know that sound. Oh God, I gotta go run upstairs. Please give me attention all of the time, Daddy, is what that is. They're funny like that. Um, bump your elbow yet? They come up and bump nose your elbow like that when you're not petting them? Like, all right, dude, dude chill. <laughs> but it's nonstop with this one. She, she'll just tear something up if I don't. And so it's training, 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 isn't it? She just... We're at that eight-month point where we pretty much all hate her and we're like... You're an amazing looking dog. How do we end up hating you so much? And I'm kind of joking, but it is full on, man. Yeah, a child is easier. She'll get better, though. Yeah. I just got another bean pop up over there. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That's so that's cool. two in the, in, the, uh, in the wash sand and one in the, uh, in the regular dirt, regular outside sand. Just before we move away from it, do you guys ever see a program called Street Outlaws? It's an American program. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. It's a drag racing program. And so you said I Fast and I've, Furious, but actually hey, there's been a program running for about five or six, seven years, maybe, which is an Oklahoma-based program about street racing. And, and I think they kind of fake it for the last three series or something where it really isn't on a street. But... Because um, it kind of got popular and they were like, oh, I don't really do this anymore. Um, but it's, it was a good program anyway. And that's sort of what got me into the street racing thing a bit. Nice. I literally gave up TV with my kids, practically. <laughs> I, get, uh, I lost I mean, control of anything that, I wanted that to watch. Dog a shit, long time. Oak Island stuff, dude. Come on. 
here in my here in my garage or where I grow or where I'm at, I don't get to like go watch TV, sit on the couch and watch TV, like prop up watch a movie. That shit ain't happening. Maybe they swap that out right in no time. <laughs> That's theirs, right? Oh man, you do you do you wanna hear you wanna see some girls walk around all pouty face and you go watch go turn on some Oak Island even though it's once a week you you think I'd ask them to watch it all day oh my god dad's got our show on oh man I went to pick up my daughter from school yesterday and she walks out and pets the dog and says hello to me and whatnot. And then we start walking across the car park. And she looks at me and she's like, are we walking? And like, we're talking about two miles or something. <laughs> she's like, oh. I was like, what sort of day you had? Mm. So why won't you tell me? Because we're walking. Like, fucking hell. Anyway, miserable cow all the way home. Can't even remember why I started telling this story. <laughs> Oh, you because uh, yeah. Oh. I lost my chain of thought. I'm not gonna cry. Oh man, I know why I started saying it because that um, Eagle said uh, pouty face. If you watch what you you want to watch on TV, but yeah, it's already started. Right, labor as far as that goes, green thirteen. Go mow the lawn. You want to go help me outside? Yeah. But it's not that bad out there. Really. Oh, I'll tell you what I was going to tell you. Right. So we're walking home with the dog chatting away. And I see coming up, there's a bunch of other children sitting on the green, sitting chatting. My daughter walks like 15 yards over from me and starts walking faster than I've ever seen her walk before. So I start calling her name, but I'm calling it quietly because you don't want to shout your kid's name. Anyway, then I can clearly see that she's trying to distance herself from me. <laughs> so when I catch up, I'm like, what was that about? What? What was that what? about, May? So she's smirking. So I pull her up and make her stop. And she admits, <laughs> I don't want to walk. It's embarrassing walking with you. And I was like, what? <laughs> I said, what do you think those children think? I said, you're with me because you're a child and you need someone to look after you. Don't be all walking away from me when I've kindly come and secured your safety for your route home. <laughs> yeah. You're not cool, Dad. You're not no, man. Obviously oh, not. <laughs> that, oh, that's rude. That is rude. That realization. You man. got you got to get yourself a really cool hat so you fit in better. I don't think there's anything I can do, Johnny. I think she's decided already that that isn't a thing. That's not cool. You're just not cool. You should make a good effort <laughs> as an attempt to like, just like try to dress up and be like, "Is this cool? Would uh, would you introduce me to your friends now? Like, am I cool enough now?" I'm not gonna get like a clown. I'm gonna get a clown costume and I'm gonna walk home shouting her name out or something. So, what do they? My how do they really play that up on their end? 
You know what I mean? When they actually see their friend, either it's your dad or it's if it should be some good friends, it's like, should we help her? Look at her. She's struggling to get away from that cat. Right. Time in it. You made it awkward as hell. Now you're just the creeper that she's trying to walk fast and get away from. Right. And you're pointing her name like your some weirdo, man. <laughs> Who's that guy chasing her? Right. In future, we're just going to get in the car like normal. I'm not walking again. Goddamn. Fuck summer. Some dude stops you. Hey, buddy, what's going on? No, that's my dog. Yeah, yeah sure. It is. is this your dad? No, I'm just yeah. telling you. She's just embarrassed of me. Really, that's my daughter. <laughs> I don't know him. That's not my dad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I man. You can just see where it's going, you know? <laughs> that's oh, classic. Oh. Funny shit. That'd oh, be okay. Hey, man, we have, we have that... Has Lexi ever done that? Oh yeah, all the time. Okay, she gets we, we got to get her to. Ex- she's doing we got to get her to explain. We got to get her to explain the mindset of of what it is that you're trying to run from when you're ashamed of somebody. You know? But <laughs> but to the girls, uh, usually for me, it's because I'm farting in the store. That's where they're running. Man. Oh they're man, two aisles all over. No doubt about that. <laughs> Boom. Actually, it becomes a game from here, doesn't it? And it always has been a bit, really, where you, you, you know, there's a bit of, oh, if you want to act ashamed, we go make sure you really are ashamed. Let me just quickly pull a movie. Johnny, or, you, know. <laughs> you talk about embarrassment, and she, I don't think she's in chat right now, but you guys can ask her this next time she's in chat. Ask her what her phone says when he call when she calls somebody. Ask her what her phone says. I'll tell you the answer because the phone I it does not say her name. So many years of her, she's supposed to wear glasses. Love her Her all my girls are supposed to wear glasses, and she won't wear her glasses. And so back when she got her cell phone. She refused. I'd buy her brand new pairs of glasses. The next day, they'd be gone, broke, whatever. Come home from school, no glasses. No glasses. So <laughs> even to this day, she shit you not. Just like two days ago. It's been like that since, fuck, when she was 11. It, I have yet to change it. She asked me yesterday or the day before, can you please change the name on my phone? Because when I I called somebody the other day, a business, and they were like, they asked me for my name. And I said my name, and they were like, because it said, I wear glasses when you called. (laughs) 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 To this day, her caller ID I wear glasses to what it says. (laughs) Oh, that's that's good. That's good. (laughs) That's some funny shit, man. Oh, man. Child <laughs> shaming. It is about uh, that time, though, man. It's like five. I got to get to bed. Friday. Yeah, it is. Friday. TGIF. <laughs> it is good. Friday. 
Good to see you, Eagle, Red Pill, Johnny, Green 13. Yeah, Smiley. Have a good one. Always awesome. Yeah, Have a good one, Smiley. That's why I'm eating pastries, man. I was like, let me make Friday something. Oh, man. Come see, on. pastries. See, now you just went and did it for me again. Now I got to go make me some cookies. Some apple strudels for me. Yeah. Dang. Okay. I'm out too. Thank you, uh, Eagle. See you guys later. Another right. fun night. Come on, then. Later, Rick. Come on, then. I'm going to do it too. I love boys. Thank you for a great start to the day. Eagle, thank you for doing this, man. It really is important to us. And uh, you're the best host. Johnny, see you, dude. Later, brother. Later. Awesome. Thanks for having it for us. Great show tonight. I can't tell you. That was an awesome show. Um, and uh, thanks. For having us a platform for the hangout. It's awesome. All right, everybody. Eagle, much love to you. I think you're on mute. Eagle. There you go. Uh what I was trying to say was thank you, John. That's why I hung out so I could do that for you. <laughs> I appreciate it. You probably just saved me about 20 minutes. Yeah. All right then, man. Okay. Appreciate you, brother. I'll talk to you later. I'll see everybody in chat. Well, thanks everybody for hanging out. I greatly appreciate it. Let me get something uh, rolling here for uh, some shout outs. Since I missed them last night, I can't. Uh, it's a big day for 20. Can't miss them again, can I? No. Papers right here. One silver. One silver. Yeah, we got it. We got it. Yeah. Oh, shout outs list. I need. I so need to put this into the digital form. So need to. There is just not enough hours today. That's what I said. There's just not enough hours. Been cloning all night. Lucky. And that's on my to-do list. Thank you, bitch. Cheers to you, Ralph. Much fucking respect to you, my friend. Oh, look, YouTube changed their stuff again. Oh, it's a good tune right here. I love this uh, Can't Find My Way Home by... Uh, who the heck is this? I don't know who the cat is that plays this song, but uh, it's obviously cover. Justin Johnson. Who does it? But you guys can't hear it because it's playing in my ear. Uh, there you guys go. Probably be able to hear something now, hopefully. Hit off this here, doobie. Cheers, Gus. It's a good tune right here. 
And I love to listen to this one right here. Fucking mornings, fresh cup of coffee. Close your eyes, just kind of listen at a time. And I always feel like I can see like a like a sunrise, bright, just super oranges kind of sun coming up. Oh no. That kind of episode, oh, the Lexi episode, I don't even know if I could watch. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Ooh. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready, guys. What's up, cool? D's House of Dank, Mama Law 710, Scarecrow 420, Green Thumb Bum, Christina MT 89, Unplugged 705, Medical McCullough Cuddy, Rick T, The Rebel, the 9G207, Baby Insulinus, Dave's Not Here, Tom Spook, Greg Walker, Mendo Dog, T Dog, Dung Beetle, Red Eye Jedi, Grows, Mother Nature, Justin Conway, Duckweed, Run Boy 7426, Justin Gooder, Strongman, Oki Grower 75, Corey Trevor, Michael Wallace, Mole Vision 420, Who's Your Cat Daddy, Taco Don, Slug, Rick S, In the Bush, is 82.7. James Siemens, Kevin Hahn, World's Last Hope, Hats Fan 420, Bio Mentor, Dirt Road Dude, Kenneth Shiva, Jose Ramirez, Red Eye Rustler, Dev Goblin, Dr. Buzz Lightyear, Acetone 710, Can of Queen, Genetic, Stabby, Tanase, Fumador, Dirt Man, Dan, Keith the Black Sales, Mr. Bosilli, Zen Premium. Gardens, Rasta Bob, Rasta Jeff, Soil Root, Small Tubes, Tyler, Frosty Buds, Norm Michigan Micro, Ouija Buds, Dub T Roy, Big Jar, Modern Genetics, SoCal Weed. Last PPG 15, so Green County Grower, CJ Apple, Perfectly Imperfected, Dollar Tree Grows, C1 Productions, Dank Grower, DOA Grown Mess, Miss Nudie Grows, I Grew Some, Johnny Kennison, Nutrient Shootouts, Naughty Nikki, Zoe and Slammer, NNY, Pixel Monkey, St. Bernard's Observation Group, Clover 420, High Spy, Aldridge 25, Madam T, Stu Moon, Mo Grower, The Cannon Crate, Loki Grows, Sus, This Guy, 79, 79, Burton. Sorry, Seth, I messed that up. Polish Hammer, Midwest Outlaws, Hulu Altos, Fresno Nerds, Kelly Connections, Wolverine Grower, Big Jar Grows, Jimmy One for Life, Jimmy Laid, Wayback Farmer, D Block, MMP Nations Creations. Amber Lalonic, Psychedelic Rock, Artist LD, Sir Sticky, Rob, Big J420, Brent Wendell, Big Ed1961, Manawani G3, The Green Click, J and K, Triple G, Mr. Sprinkly, Brittany, and Tyler Teasley, Hope Farms, Lisa G, John, B2 Crazy for You, BGWG420, Dr. Buzzwell, Purple Thumb OG, Arthro, Sensomania, Arthro, Just a Face 420, Beast Coast Grower 420, Sir How, Trey Valone, Keep It Real, Hagerton 420. Audit everywhere. BTWD grows. Bingus Green Wolfen Man. Alex Boykajev. Chef Life. School of Crop. Cause I love it. Green Mountain Grower. Southwest Oki. Real 100, 212. Andy Man. Miranda Family. Me off. Flower. Ryan Henderson. Green 13. New Chillout Wins. Kingdom Macroponics. Indra. Michigan Native. Mary Jane's Med Garden, Streamer 77 Double D, Bad Bunny Nutrients, Mr. Green Pots, Mr. Green Nugs from 619 to 664, Spaniard Kruger, Jones of the Grow, Pop G Grows, Raz Amy Drove, Raz Amy Drove Grows, Cast, the Grow From Your Heart Podcast, Lily Luna, Green Men Flock, Jeremy Moran, Sony Creek, Lost Ireland. Mr. No One, LG420, Giant Mike, Prometheus Soil, Jason Isom, P. Wynn, David Colby, Mason, 662, Scroggy, Mike, Scroggy, 
The Goddess Grows, Kaylee, Chad, Brad Vaughn, Polly P, Kevin Jodry, Mike Honcho, Jay Huggins, UDA, Green Tree Hunter, Kush Cloud, Joshua Seamson, Organic Home Buds, Nelson, Kim Wood, Main Mystic, Show Love Always, Kelly Stone, Texas OG, Chuck, uh, Sarge S, Claire Fresno, Happy Guy. Dan the Indoor Man, Gromies Homies, Clip Smoke, Cannon, Keystone, Cannon Flag, PA, Big Guy 710, Eugene, Russell, Fred Dark, North Arizona, Grow, Beer Grow 420, No Sellout, Jesse White, Gastain Yeti, Introvert Genetic, So So J. Really? Really? Another good song coming up. So, so Jay, Vixen Robin, Killer 8 Mo, James Buttercream, C Dub from NorCal, the Pharmacy Seed Bank, Deadhead, Smokey 616, Curtis Mayhem, Matt Myron, Morte, Rick Heyman, Stephanie Doran, Tennis Seeds, Fab Curious K, Mike Rubles, the Drew Bear 420, Maxi 751, Lawrence Gonzalez, Slow to Get Up, Stu Moo, Popco 719, Paper Shake, Baby, Old Smoke, Pop, PWC, Grown Buds, Laura Wash, Mr. Weedmont, Old School, Roa, Chad Westport, Hanto Grown, Flora Nugs, My Little Piece of Heaven, Richard T, Goliath Grower, Chrissy Wannabe, Mr. Soul, Food Spectrum, Gone, God, uh, Lori Henson, Real 2000 Years of Tradition, Mr. D. Conley, Pim, Jam, McBody, Bay, Show Me Scat Squats, Fuck Google Andrew, I'm Going Well, Bay, Canadian Restore, Porter File, Carl Rice, Hefner, Humble Farms, Tannery Farms, Seldom Seed, Old Park Arts, Hell, 9782, Skunky Bags, Martial Artist, 2012, Microslave, Hefner, Danny McDizzle, Medically Fit, KGB, Robert, Mr. Green, Fingers, Motherfucking Tomlins, Rancher Coast, Plenty, Monkey Balls, Andrew Chaplin, Bobby Lynn, Meads, Trent Deer, Mr. Mag, Tony, Like Baloney, Bill S., Weepy, Tate, Delicious, Minty Country Roots, here on Fire Tonax, Earth Creeper, Big Ray 420, Teeny 101, Buds and Hanser, Mr. Club, V Man, Fire 616, Max Groom and Ruby, Timothy McKimmons, Neo, Justin Beans, Chronic 88, Fat Belly, Real Junk Steel, Mysterio 3, Turf Fire, Shannon Stevens, Carlito, Latino, Skinner Country, Mr. Speed, Will Steve, Firesaw, Wally, Wookie, The Goddess Grows, Ross and Bob, White Feather Grows, Burnish Rooms, Tone Grows, Zank, The Man Grows, BX Gunner 81, Smith, New Grows, Sean McCann, Jay Mugs, Tank Agenda, Wild Wild Camp, Pro Fall Dog, Huron Cannabis Council, Alyssa Paris, Rock Ramp, Justice Smith, 420 Grows, Fresh Grows, Thriving Herbs, High Man, Your Real Man Grows, We Be Growing, Australia Grow, Love for the Plant, Our Gold, American Smile. Poker, Unfrozen Caveman, Wise High, Sir Crack, Micro, Goon, Jeff Lowenfellas, Mobius Grove, Tank, Brownie, Sandy, Elliot Harkins, Mystic Flavor, Mystic Flavor of the Forging Gardener, Overwater, Overkill, Cascade, Shadow Warrior, Valley Green, 514, Billion Jets, and Oz, Dr. MJ, Coco, Brandon Ross, Matthew Gates, Steve Bang, Drone Star, Shotgun Willie, Dank Yoda, Jay Simmons, Sure Bro, Bros, Clackamas, Coop, DJ Conley, Aaron the Grower, Light, 1978, Michigan Grown Buds, your boy, Roy Boy, Delta 9, Jay McDaniels, Clackamas 420, Sinky Colas, Dylan Stein for PFC Farms, Husky Garden, Sun Grown, 7-0 Subs, J-A, Drove, J-420, Cascadian Grove, C Toads, McGee, Four Plants, Hey, Weedworks, Cascadian Buds, Hans Warrior, Jackie Young, Terry Lee, Live, McCaster, Tempe, Annie N, The Urge, Green Junior, Leon from All Purpose Plus, Green Goose, 11 Smiles, 11, Bindu Buds, Michael Ross, and Groves. 311 mix up, Kinder Grows, Evergreen, Haze, 
Mother G's Friends Tree, MMJ, Man S, Save All, Dragonfly B, Justin Mads, Travis Wells, Lucky Mike, Eric Seattle, Chronic Seeds, King Chronic, Titan from Bus, Go Seeds, Jango Gas, Wabasso for Life, John Smith, Tommy Dreykos, Folk King, Fast, Pop Little, Slow Roll, Spiky Pilot, Oscar Green Jr., Matt Silbert, Into 11, Stephanie V, Sharp Pulley, 989, Von Braun, Sovereign Dark, Nation, 420, Joe Y, Pugs, Born, 3 1 Grower, Painting Lady Frank, Blue J Myers, the Mid, the Chat, Mr. Manny D, Bagsy, Dr. DGC, Jeff, Charter 911, Dutch Grows, 420, Scallywag, 420, Skillbowl 1, Medgrow 1, Empire Breeding Coat, Foley, Lost Leaf, Liam Mass, Danny Dinkle, Beaver 7, Ali Noble, Zuko, Tom Trinidad, Stu, Louis, Mr. Smoking with Small Town, Tim Ness, Mr. Lazy, Raptor Grows, Rob, Automationist, Reader, Robert, Houston, Water, Mr. McQuarrie, Double Tap Farmers, Mr. Green Thumb. 808 Rooting Prospects, Cannon Bus Driver, Hating Life, Kenny 710, Operation Growth, PT Man, TM 420, 696, Rudin 619, Hammer D Nails, Dr. Scrambles, VHF, Double J, Biogreens, Stealth Grower, 56, Hanky Safety 420, OG, KP, Ganja Your Mama, Georgia, Joe, Roy Rod, Regrowing Nature's Best Nugs, Killer Grow, B Grows. Ganja Wizard, Husky Gardens, Nut Tree 420, Dr. Ooh, Soil Life, Soil Bull 4, Life 420, The Jump 4, 420, The Beavis 698, Dr. Franklin, Batman, Big Ted's Test, The Riffin' Fat Boy, Jack Greenstock, 420, Ooh, Farms, Charles Farm 420, Aldridge 25, Smiley's Garden, JD's, Misty's Nugs, Smoking Grove, Fraser Grove, Kosky, Twisted Roots, Faded Farmer 420, Jeff Dorowski, Janine Manrick Farms, Above 420, Cameron, Mr. Bagsy, Jill Carter, Mystic Marks, Mystic Grower, Ginger Snaps, DTE, Grose, Rick Wolf, DLP2372, Ned Denver, Mike Denver, from Sergeant Pepper 420, Cannon Trooper, Blind Cat 420, Light Up Again, Tim, UKSIF 420, Buddha Boy, Devin Shipwreck, Medical MJ, Bugsville, USA, Resurrection Prophet, Chris Martinez, Dank Man 420, Dank Man Dan, Red Center Farms, Good Life, Joni Bell, Chicha B, Most Aided Grower, Major General 420, Army, American One, W Digger, 714, Shrates, Kineo, Genetics, Mountain Skies, Ready to Hit That Hot Fire, Chris Burtz, Ian, Save Robbie, Sergeant Live, Hippo Fake Camp, Finger Lakes, Finest, Ridge Pads, Those Moon, Southern Tea Grower, Choose Medical, Jam Bear, Plus Medical, Secret City Potneers, My Little Tent, 2042, Spacewalker, Christian, Tree Mum, T. Barrington, Heart and Soul, Homegrown, Mike B., T. Dwayne, East Coast Will, Heidi Day, Galactic Garden, Sean Smith, Liptus, My Natural Farms, Pacific Northwest Seeds, Ross, Kyle, Buffalo Trench, 420, Grant Manuel, Mary, Sammy Sizzle, Lineage, Polis, Chris Moon, DK, Drage, Vision Creator, Guru, The Kind Brew, Canada Nation, J, J. Wire. Rob Wobby, Sean Biz, Rescue Ready, Soot, Roadside, LLC, Notorious Snugs, Magma Seeds, Father and Son, Trimming Tutorials, Sub T Dank, Jose Martin Perez, Double the Hut, 420, Bug, Chiba Man, TR420 Community Video, Detroit River Rat, Lewis Garcia, Michael P, AJ Everyday, Captain Valley, Cheddar Bob 13, Main Grove, Cookies, Scoop, Jay Kendricks, In for the Grill, Backwoods All Good, Tally Mantel, Adam Skankin, Chanel Simpson, One Smoke Away, Ganja Road, 
Angel Studios, MG, The Fourth Morning, Grotrain, Paul Viella, John Fleming, Dankovich, Fibro, Flower, Polly, B, Seldom, Seen, Elevated, Lenny, Organic, Sunman, Chiba, Sunny, Jeff Lapalik, Ricardo, Sosa, Dan J, Earth Friendly, Farming, Candy Forest, Farmer, Fuck All That, B, The Misfit Grower, Jason Lyon, 512, Snake Eyes, Northern, 4466, Jason Grace from Children Bacon, and Dave. Hopefully you're feeling better, brother. Sony Creek, Russ Cyan, Fridge Dweller, Tarzan, Superman, Old Man, Hermit Hash, Freebird, Bow Grower, Manny Gar, Simple Man, One Survival Time, Tim Blake, Golf Coast, Chronic, Stink Fat, Caballero, Polero, Harley Grower, Jen Gone, Jason Live, 512, Steve Collins, Todd Kendrick, Property Maintenance, Sharpie, The Island, Hayes, Scuba Steve Speech, J.R. Ray, Brandy K. TCDR, Claire Kitty, Warhol, Farley, Randy, Grandy, Piff 1000, Ace, Boom 3223, Wake Up, Captain Free to Be, Puffer Smiles, 15 Digit, Mr. Ganja, Roots, Fred G, Super Bob, Broski 808, Weekend It, Birdie, K Bag, Justin Stacey, Front Strong, Style, Organic, Zippy, I'm Medic 31, Honesty, K Hell, Me All Flower, Brent Booth, Ken. Todd Kendricks, Kendricks, Newton, KT, Chris D, True Shield, Bowtie, Flow, Nanny Dread, Farmer Matthews, Ancient Soul, Grown, Kevin, Jiu Jitsu, Canada Health and Happiness, Preserve 215, Collab, Low Cut, Alvin Trendley, Momantic Med, Sad, Brad, Fancy, Helen, Hugh, Janus, James T, Atomic, Smooth, Bits, Jill, Big Daddy, LT Gardens, High Fly, 420, Lobster, Brushbow, Mother Tree, Main, Red Pill, Your Boy, Roy Boy, Static, Shannon, Simmons, Wuhan, Rick W, Comfortably Numb, One Smoke Away, the 840 Grocery, Richard Lamb, Red Pill, 710, Cannabis for two. K. Rowling, K. Rowling, Worthy Wells, Logan Man, 81, Oil and Flower Podcast, Authorized Fest, Warren Nixon, Pink Lady Luck, El Mondo 420, Surrounded by Keith Browery, Farms, French Weather, Single Father, Happiness Without Guilt, Richard Forbes, Daniel, David Pimenta, the B4P Funk, Rick, Nick, T, John Reese, What About Bob, Prince Patty, Daniel Birdman, Green Puffin Man, B. Dugley, James Chung, Sarge Gross, 818, John Wade, Call Air, Lionel Root, Sister Golden Hair, Deanna, L. Blank, Rita, KNF, Gardens Blank, 103221, Only B. Fader, Farmer, James, Crypto Dope, Richard Lamb, HIP Grower, Matt, B. Dan Marino, Chief Chronic Wonders, Sunrise Rose, Top Floor Genetics, Mold Vision 420, K2 Cannabis, Jesse Fincher, My Dog Nelly, Rooster, Alex, Hardy, Hardy, Deer, Betty Cropper, Daniel Gross, Porter, Mitten, Grown Red, Sunrise Rose, Lexi, and My Baby Girls, you know who you are. No Limit 916, Scrubber Toad, Alchemist, and Cannabis, Soil Born, Addiction, Roz, Joe, Alex, D, Dirty Ore, Catfish, High Powered, Thunder Dan, Propagation Station, John Daniels, Lisa Marie, Sarge Rose, 818 again, Blaze Daily, High Fry, Hyper Perpetual Grower, Eagle Proud Warrior, Serious Smiles for You, Frank Rosada, The Dink Judges, Keno Kelly, Maxwell, Captain 420, Sink Fat, What About Bob, Ill Juster, 420, Pop Shrooms, John Gorski, John Doe, Dugan, Tasta, THC, 4T, PTSD, Damn, T.A. Burrington, Ancho Grown, Swamp Camp, Palero, Can Binka, Best of because Mr. Manny D, Candifier, 420 AB Normal, Frank Guerrero, Barefeet, J. Brent, 74, CK, Brown Guy, 420, Packeter, Burning Tree, Maine, EA, Gray Sun, Grow, 207, Hydro Daily, Hempwood, GG, Jamie, Reed, Supreme Grape, Stony, uh, Rockefeller, Cannabis, Caveman, 
Brew City Synthetics, Weiss, Sandal, Good Night Roots, Dead Cynic, Knuckles, Michael P, Polly B, Quick B, Nimble, Bud, Kilowatts. Oh, this one will get me in trouble. Great song. <laughs> no room for copyright. <laughs> Great song, though. Knuckles, Michael P, Polly B, Quick B, Nimble, Bud, Kilowatts, Michael D, 4889, Disbanded Brothers, Massilia, Matt, Joseph. Grace, Medicine Rx, Keefin Chief, Hydro Daily, Concerned American Cannabis, 411, and another YouTube commercial, Dr. Joyce, Freedom of Speech, These Trees, Gonjo, Saduco, 710 is Oil Upside Down, Jesse Stevenson, Victory, Victoria, that is, Boy Ditch, Bob, Scared Garden, Gus Groves, Click Rick 8, Dog Hounds, Dave and Lewis, Arv Watts, AR, uh, I, mean, I, I need to work on that one. Ed Ren, last but not least, Weedis207. Thank you to uh, Weedis, Ned Denver, all the minds that be hooking up in the links during the shows, man. I greatly appreciate all you guys do. Sorry if I missed anybody that was throwing up links today, and I'm greatly sorry. Join me tonight when my guest will be. I'm pretty sure it is Scooter OG. Oh, it is right here. Man, it's almost time for a new book. Can you believe that? Fuck, man. I can't believe it's almost time for a new. Oh, man. Happy birthday, Magma Seeds. I'd seen that. I need to put that in the book. 29th. April 29th, Magma Seed's birthday. Scooter G, Scooter 3G on Instagram. It's well, who will be here tonight. 386. Uh, right here, the 29th, Magma Seed's B-Day. Let's look ahead. Let's look ahead real quick. See whose birthday's coming up in May since we're right there. Where is last May? We gotta go to Matt last May. Who's got May birthdays? That's what I wanna know. Nobody in May other than my daughter's birthdays. Uh, can't believe that. Misty's has an anniversary in May. Oh, day my dad died. No birthday, so. I try to keep up on that, guys. Is your birthday coming up in May? Let me know so I can put it in the book. Give you a shout out on your birthday. Sorry, Magma Seeds. I did not know today was yours, but hopefully I got to sneak it in. April 9th, Red Pill. Or August 9th. <laughs> Almost changed the birthday, August 9th. Oh, my book don't go that far, but I guess I put it in last year, so it transfers. August 9th, Red Bill. 
nice. Oh, yours is all right, Stoney. How long was it been? I must have just hit it with the book. John, you... Uh, any end, too? You know who else's birthday's on that day, guys? Uh, Lexi's birthday's uh, the 21st as well. Yeah, three, three people on the 21, May 21. Looking back here, quick chat. All right, guys, I gotta get out of here. Back so, with that being said, if it is your birthday, please, in May, please hit me up so I can get it in the book so I can get you a happy birthday. I'll see a few in chat there. I do message you, mind me, please. I love giving out happy birthdays. Who doesn't love a happy birthday, right? Gus, you too? Uh, nice. Yep, Lexi will be 22 this year. Holy cow, I get old so fast. Just another good song, The Jungle. All right, you guys know the deal. If this is the end of your journey, please get some rest. This is the beginning of making an awesome day. But most importantly, please, please try to do something else for somebody. We all need it at some point in our life. If we're ready to admit it or not, we do. Uh, July 31st, I got you guys. We do. At some point, we do. So, with that being said, reach out to somebody, get a little eye contact, would you tell her, you all right, you having a good day, feel good today, can I help you with that, you want to smoke, so, so many great things, easy things you can do to pick somebody's day up. guys know the deal please do something nice for somebody i was reading comments brandon max kindness do to save lives i have listened to them i will see you tonight scooter 3g on instagram will be here 